Hi, I'm Stan, Editor-in-Chief, Supreme Dictator of Plastic Joint. Now, before we start this podcast, I just want to say that I made a couple mistakes in this particular episode. First thing, uh, the guy that worked on Gravity Falls for the episode, uh, episode 10, was it? Yeah, the fighting one? Yeah, the leaf so. The leaf so, yeah. His name is Paul Robertson, not Pat Robertson. I don't know why I said Pat Robertson. Uh, Out of habit? Of uh, hate? Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Like the, isn't he a televangelist from, like, 700 Club? Yeah, my, uh, my eternal hate to- goes towards that guy, so... But moving on. But not moving on, yeah, guy, his name the is... Other guy. The other, this guy we love. Yeah, yeah. Guy. we love this guy. Paul Robertson. Yeah, we love the... We love the fucking... Let's copy over the role game. Yeah. Good thing. So, the second mistake I made is uh, regarding Monster Attack Team guy that interviewed us, and I think I kept calling him like you know, Arm, like Armin or something. Or something. Like Like Aiden. I think keep calling Aiden or something. Yeah. I think his name is Arian. Yeah. Yeah. First name is Arian. So I'm and. If I got this one wrong again, so if I get this one wrong again, then man, I'm sorry. But uh, it's like I'm really not good with people's name initially. Uh, believe Look, me, I this guy me Reeves for some odd reason. Okay. <laughs> no, I can call you Randy. Remember? That's right. Randy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. It's close enough. Yeah. Keep calling him Randy. So. Eh, oh enough. yeah. You can't roll. <laughs> I can, I got his last name wrong. I keep calling his last name Robinson. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah, two mistakes I made, and I just want to say I sincerely apologize. I fucked up royally. That said, here's our episode. Enjoy. Good morning, Gravity Falls, Oregon! Oh, Mr. Shack and a lot of shenanigans happening, including University of Oregon making the number two mark AP pool in college football. No, really, that did happen just this morning. Yay! Yay, go Ducks! I don't even care, but go Ducks anyway, but yeah, uh... Funny I should mention Gravity Falls because, man, I'm hooked. I give up. I am hooked to the series like a motherfucker. I would never, I would never in a million years expect you to be a fan of it. I can't help it. It's so funny. It's, it's hilariously written. I love the comedy. It's so underhanded, yet the timings are perfect, and I love the characters. I can't really think of anything I hate about it. Okay, maybe it gets sil- too silly occasionally, but other than that, holy hell, this show is beyond my expectation, pretty much. I guess that's why I enjoy it too, because it was like, I, I, I went in with some low expectations, and all of a sudden, like, wow, this is actually legit funny. It is! And the best part about it is that, okay, Gravity Falls is on Disney XD. So when, out of all things, really? Yeah, so Th- this is Disney you're talking about. I the, know the most tamest thing last time was freaking Phineas and Ferb. Okay, and 
that's probably the interesting thing about it is that when you look at Fairy Falls comedy overall, there's there were some dark stuff. Man. Yeah, a lot of mature comedy in there, and yet it managed to hide it underneath all the you know kiddish stuff. You know, it's kind of like sort of like Phineas and Ferb did for a little bit. You know, oh, a little bit depending on which episode, but yeah, yeah. But I'm listening. And yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so for oh man, like for instance, like first episode, I'm trying to think of like <laughs> like please be a vampire, please be a vampire. It's like that part was like totally up kicking the balls to the uh, Twilight fans. You know it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it turns out to be fucking gnomes. Gnomes. No. Gnomes. I know. And then you watched the uh, episode two, which is uh, Lockton's monster episode. You told me about the yeah. camera. That was whole. Yeah. I can't believe you hooked me up into this. God. <laughs> yes, it worked. <laughs> Look, this is what I said to you. At least I didn't force you strapped down with duct tape and chains to watch a full season of My Little Pony. Hey, hey, I didn't... At least I didn't. Hey, I didn't duct tape you into this either, okay? I showed you one Dude, episode... Dude, it was kind of more like curiosity. I'm like, okay... <sighs> okay, I need to see how what's so great about this show, and... and... I, I was... Um, I had... I gotta admit, I had low expectations for the show, and I was just like, oh, it's gonna be like this... The stupid hipster thing uh, that everybody wants to watch, and, uh, but and yeah, I, color me surprised. I, I it blew me away because there were a lot of elements I didn't expect in that show, and I'm just like, wow. Um, you know what this show kind of reminds me of a little bit. I don't know. It somehow reminds me of regular show in a way. I'm gonna yeah, want to be under. It does. It does. I totally agree because it's subtle in its weirdness, and then it it, it sort of escalates in weirdness until it gets to this it gets to this point where you're like, hey, "This is way too weird," but I'm already in it for the long run. I'm gonna one up you guys a little bit more. You take a regular show, right, and you mix it up with Erie, Indiana. You guys remember that show? Oh, that's childhood, there, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's. Pretty much it. That's what Gravity Falls is. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I kind of miss... I kind of miss those kinds of shows. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so... Man, like... <sighs> yeah, and that's what the show got me. It, it was mystery. I freaking love mystery shows. Um, it, It's a soft spot for me. Yeah, I think you stopped that little Gideon episode. I, I stopped that little... Oh, my God. Oh. That's what nightmares are made of, folks. <laughs> when you step into that tent, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like a church. <laughs> like, like, no offense, no offense, God or Christian fans, but oh man, it's god, just that. God, god's gonna give you a thumbs up, like you're all right. It's, like, it's cool, oh, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those like sudden tent evangelistic oh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, like, it's very subtle in that in that way where it's just like you don't stop and realize that's what they're trying to make fun of, but that's what they're making fun of. Yeah, 
and they don't just stop there. They just make fun of everything, even the consumer whores. You know, like you remember Uncle Stan's is like, you know, Uncle Stan's just like, you know, hey, those kind of myths are made up by me to have those schmucks like those guys buy stuff. And there's a guy like, uh, uh, the, you know, bobblehead. That <laughs> is just poking fun at anyone and everyone that goes to that kind of place and actually buy into it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And, oh man, I, um, I don't know if the creator, uh, his name is Alex Hirsch. I don't know if he actually lived in the area, if, lived in the Oregon area. But I would not be surprised because I, what I found out is that hmm. Gravity Falls is actually based off of um, a place called Oregon Vortex House of Mystery. Really? Yeah, it, where they have all these, like, you know, it's like a museum of a mystery yeah. um, thing. You, you know, like, the odd and, odds odds and what have you. And strangely enough, it is located in the city of, get this, Gold Hill, Oregon. So, you know. Yeah. So, okay, I'm curious. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if Alex actually been there and then just looked at it like, okay, here's my inspiration. I'm going to roll with it. And he did. And it turns out it is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And you only stop Gideon episode. Like, I think the for after now. The, Yeah, for now. But I think the after Gideon episode is the, the supermarket ghost. Like, yeah, the, like, I think it was something about supermarket yeah. ghost or something. That's kind of where it stops. So. Oh, that thing gets a little bit darker. Um, yeah, it's a surprised. that's a crazy episode. Like, uh, it's it's just really crazy the episode. And then, what was it after that? That was oh the clone episode. That was actually really funny. Oh, oh my god, it was well, hilarious. You gotta have a clone episode. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> oh, and believe me, like other cliches goes, like there will be a time traveling episode. Yeah. And then episode ten, the last one was a video game episode, which is of course. I still have oh my god, it's awesome. Like, you saw it, Rams. No, not yet. No? Okay. Well, that counts with me, so... Guys, <laughs> I hope so. And I'm like, okay, they actually did get a no, lot of these... No, they no, did get a lot of these no, game no. things, like, right. And I think the guy yeah. who designed the Scott Pilgrim game for, like, the Xbox and the and the three, and the PS3, he's the guy who actually yeah. drew that character. Really? Pat Robertson? Yeah. That's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, neato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hope you guys are sitting down for that one. But in any case, oh, yeah, I love Gravity Falls. I'm just gonna admit it right fucking here. Same here. I'm. Uh, I'm with you. I'm. I'm with you right there, Stan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can tell because I'm looking at your Facebook icon. And it's Dipper. And JoJo. Yeah, Dipper mixed together. It's Dipper Kujo. Dipper Kujo. Dipper Kujo. I wonder, like, I wonder if Alex knows about the existence of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, because, like, there has to be an episode where, where they have to have, like, you an know... Aztec mask? Yeah, or something like that, you know? That would be creepy if that, like, oh my god, they actually went through and actually used the Aztec mask of Doom. <laughs> I know, huh? Okay, like, oh, that's it, no. that's it. Yeah, but yeah, hey, people listening to this, okay, who has not watched Gravity Falls yet, like probably one out of you five, go watch it, okay? I commend it. Go watch well, it. Some way, somehow, if you want to watch it legally, if, I think it's on demand. If you like, just search around your on demand commands on your 
cable box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, <sighs> all right. So, what are my man? What are manners? I mean, we should have introduced ourselves a bit. All right, welcome everyone to Plastic Crotch. I'm in Plastic Cats. God damn it! <laughs> Did you just say Plastic Crotch? Yes. God damn nice. it, Samantha. No. <laughs> Good show, bravo, bravo! Fucking hell! This is probably gonna be cut, but no, don't cut no, this we're shit. leaving this is... that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are leaving that. No, that oh. crotch, dude. Oh, Fifteen I, minutes I, in, we I, finally I, get our crotch, first crotch reference. Good job, Stan. <laughs> I have to explain this. Okay, ever since. Facebook turned into a time uh, timeline, right? And you would have an avatar and a cover page, you know, that format. Yes. So I'm one of those psychotic people where I'm thinking like, okay, I have to manipulate this. So every time I change uh, avatar and cover page, it had to coordinate. You know, one way or one form or the other, it will coordinate. And the latest one I made is of a Kamen Rider Weekend, Kamen Rider Night, SH Figuarts version, right? And it will mirror into the Oblivion until glass breaks, like classic Yuki. So for the avatar, I have Yuki's crotch as an avatar. And my friend Samantha posted classic crotch. <laughs> You, you spent way too much time with that timeline, man. <laughs> I regret nothing! And Ramses, of course, like after that posted, you posted, you know, all glory to the hypno crotch. All oh, glory to the hypno crotch. <laughs> Y'all, who was just hypnotized by Hypno Toad just like five seconds ago? How? What? Who? Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I gotta tell you, we got a lot to talk about because I thought the end of September would be kind of slow, and boy, was I wrong as motherfucker because we have Figaro magazine scans and then Hobby Search. Hobby Search, I'm sorry. Hobby Japan. Oh, I'm, I'm messing up left and right. It's one of those days. I guess, yeah. So we got a lot of magazine scans, so that showed a lot of January releases. And of course, we got to talk about Kamikaze, Q-Pop, and of course, last but not least, Ramses has... Ramses is a law. No, no, no. After the movie, I had to, to do it this way. <clears throat> Also, one last thing. Mama's not the law. I am the law. Yeah, that's how he says it in the trailer, yeah. Oh, uh, Carl. <laughs> Carl, I know. So. No, no oh he, he's a good, good actor, good actor. Don't get me wrong. I haven't seen that, seen that guy in a while, so... You'll see him again in Star Trek, too, obviously. Jesus. Star Trek <laughs> yeah. Into Darkness. Yeah. That's the official name of the movie now. Wow. That's gonna be fun. Mm -hmm. I uh, can't wait. Alright, so, you know what? No delays. 
Let's get straight to the toy news. And first thing first, we're going to bring up the Figaro magazine scans. And it showed a lot of figures. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I think only one of them actually made me excited for a bit. Like, because the rest of the news was just like, I'll be honest, it's a little bit ho-hum for me right now. Yeah, it seems like January. It's just like in this lull where it's just like I think they're I think they're preparing something for February or March. So it, it seems like right now January just seems like one of those like you can skip it kind of months. Yeah, just like December, right? Yeah. Well, there's one figure I want in December. I want I want um I want Koga. Yeah. Aside from that, though, because. Mm. At least also, one. Um, Ryuki Survivor also coming out in December? Yes, Ryuki Survivor is December. Mega Man is December as well. See, there is a uh, lot in December. Well, for me, yeah, there is a lot. Uh, for yeah. us, at least. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so let's get to it. Uh, first thing we saw was Miss Cloth EX Andromeda Shun. Woo! Mm, you know, it was bound to happen. I mean,. Then they, I know they were, I know for a fact that they were, that, that sales was on the list. And wasn't Iki also, like, announced recently for Mythlothy X as well? That was, yeah, um, what happened to that? I don't know, but, like, I do know for a fact that I remember seeing scans somewhere, and that, so it was like, oh, this comes in no surprise, so, that means eventually down to, that means the last two that had to be made are gonna be Hyoga and, and Shiryu, so... Mm. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Alright, so, coin toss. Who comes out first then? Hyoga or Shiryu? Shiryu. Oof. Mm. Wow, confident. No, because like, in Japan, uh, uh, Shiryu is a very, very, very popular character, so it's like... And then, like, lower on the totem pole would be um, Hyoga. Actually, the hierarchy goes Shun, Iki, um, Shiryu, Hyoga, and then Seiya. Wow. Mm. No one loves Seiya except me. Oh. That's because I think I know why people don't like him because he's very Mary Sue-ish at times. Where it's like all, all of a sudden like, wait a minute, I got a power-up for no reason. <laughs> okay, I can see that. I can see why. Yeah, but mm. but I think that's more to do with the genre itself. You know, how yeah. things here is structured. Yeah, so yeah, it's like... I mean, for me, like, growing up when I was a kid, I didn't care. He was a, he was a fucking man. Nowadays, I'm like, huh, I can see why people have a problem with him. Yeah, and then as opposed to Shiryu, like, he lost everything at the end. So, you know. <laughs> you see? Oh, God. <laughs> I lost count of how many times he went blind. <laughs> see? Hey, I think hey. he's still blind, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, see, see, yeah. He lost all of his senses. Okay, all good. Five. Yeah, That's all safe. five senses. Yeah, all five senses gone. Completely. Mm -hmm. Not surprising. That that is that does sound like Shiryu to me. Mm. Although you know, like despite the fact that he lost everything, like he's like he's still a bad ass. He's like Yoda. He doesn't even have to speak. Like he's someone to leave a cloth out of nowhere. That's how. Yeah. That's a fucking Jedi. Yeah, this cosmos is still going around. Yeah. And they were like, whoa, we got a badass over here. We're, we're not touching this guy. 
<laughs> that oh, sounds no. about right too, because um, considering that his master can do the same thing without even blinking, it's like literally he did the same fucking thing in in the original series. So it's like, huh, comes as a surprise that he would learn that from his master. Mm. I guess that makes sense. All right, so next up we have Ultra Act God Xenon from Gridman. No, no, no. Oh, go back, go back, go back. Say the complete right. name. All right, oh, all right. Walls. All right, fine, you fucking stickler. All right. Ultra Egg Combination Electric God, God Xenon. <laughs> I love these names. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait for this figure. I, it, is it just me, Stan, or can you see that actually the actual can you see the um, Gridman actually attached to the figure? Um, nah, I can't see it. Uh, I, it I probably I can see won't somewhat, but I don't know. That's why I wanted to make sure with you, no, like, if okay, you know case. what it is? It's just you know what it is? It's a bits and parts from Gridman that's on Godzinon. It has to because he's a combiner, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but. He's not gonna be able to separate from all these, you know. Yeah, that's fine then. If that, if that's how they're gonna do it, then I don't care. But it looks awesome. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and also the details and the drills are detachable. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, that's gonna be fun. Uh huh. Okay, so next up we have is, I'm sure none of us are excited for this, and I know this because I'm the only one that watched the show. Why? I don't know. Robot Tamashi, Aegis Gundam from Gundam Seed. I actually like this unit. I, I actually really like it. I mean, yeah, it's okay. Gundam Seed, LOL, but it's like, I don't know, it, it looks pretty cool. I'm like, you know, hey. It's, it's Seed. <laughs> it's Seed Vanilla. That one was still good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it still had flaws, okay? Even I'll admit that. Yeah, but it's, at least it's no Gundam Seed Destiny. Oh, fuck that show. So, hey, that's still cool. And it, like I said, it reminds me a lot of the... In terms of how it... Aesthetically, it reminds me a lot of, like, the Zaku 2 Shard version. Just, well, if we did it nowadays. Yeah, and it was it's Gundam. Still, yeah, it's still Gundam. So, and the Zaku 2 didn't transform. That too. Yeah. Alright, so next up, we're gonna talk about little figures. SH figures. Ryotsu Kanchi. Kanchi. Rewind. Ryotsu Kanchi from Kochikame. Say the full name. Alright, oh. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like a tongue twister. Okay, okay, okay. I can do this. I can do this. Okay. <clears throat> No pressure. What? <laughs> I said no pressure. Go on. Pressure. Yeah, sure. Wow, I, I wish the A was that easy. I know. <laughs> I, this, I never took Japanese in my life, okay? So, trust, so, trust me, man, you don't want to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sue me. It, if you got that far, that means you did something right. I know basics. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. Yeah, Rutsu from Kochikame. 
Yeah, real son yeah. is well. That's that officially how they that how they would call him, uh, real son. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, I'll let me surprised by it. It's like you know, I know for a fact. Um, I know for a fact that Bandai has been trying to um, catch, trying to like get as many children jump licenses as they can, and this one just came out as a surprise to me that they would that of all the series it could get was this one. And at first, yeah, it is surprising as hell because, like, when you think Shonen Jump's last thing, well, third to last, you probably think about it as Coach Kame. But yeah. when you, yeah, go on. No, I was gonna say you, you're right on that on that regards. Yeah, but when you look deeper into it, you realize that okay, this probably has some merit to it because this was made into, well, manga, obviously, but it was also made into anime, and it was also made into live-action TV series. So, yeah, so in Japan, it is pretty damn popular. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it, it, the picture right there, like, I don't know if it in, it's indicating or not, maybe it's from the original series, but is it, does it just mean, or are you showing up a picture from a new series? New series? No, no, that's, um... That's from the old series? All right. Yeah, I think that's an old anime. All right, well, there you go. Because mm-hmm. I knew for a fact, yes. like, like the whole concept of him is like, like sometimes he'll stop crimes, but for the most part, he's trying to do, trying to do like get rich, um, trying to get rich schemes for the most part. Like one of the things that he tries doing at one point is that he invests all these th- into toys. At one point, actually, I think that's where they got that. Co- that's where they got that drawing from. And actually, it's a, yeah. it's no surprise that well, maybe maybe they're gonna pawn it off as this figure was made by him. <laughs> and we That's should kind of funny. Actually. And we shouldn't be surprised because I think we use some of those toys and toys and uh, what's it called? Jump Ultimate Stars. Yeah. Uh, jump. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm a little bit surprised because you, me, and a lot of people seen the prototype for the Naruto fig- uh, figure. So what the hell happened to that one? I wonder. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I thought that would like fly off colors or something. <laughs> I know, it's just like there was a prototype right there. Ish. I was gonna ask about that. What happened to what happened to um what happened to Naruto? I don't know. I have no idea. Like I but wish I had the answer, him? but it's him and then who else also like mysteriously jumped like mysteriously fell off the face of the earth as well. Oh man, it's like I don't know. Maybe my guess is that they're waiting for um. I'm blanking on his name now. You know the the uh, manga, the Naruto. Oh, uh, Kishimoto. Yeah, Kishimoto. Yeah. My guess is that they're waiting for Kishimoto's approval, but he's too busy swimming in the pool of money. I think. Oh, I remember. I remember the other one that we that we saw, but we haven't heard from since. Um, Toriko. Oh yeah, there was that one too. Damn. Then again, I don't follow Toriko that well, so I me kind of that's why I was like blanking out, like which one did they announce? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. Are they saving it for summer? Maybe. Who knows, really? Yeah. It's a mystery. Yeah, because we know that. Well, at least we kind of figure that winter and spring tends to be slower, you know. Yeah, I I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll know we'll know eventually in um, October, the end of October, when they have their um, Tomashi Nation show. 
They're big. Which, by the way, one. which by the way, we're gonna discuss pre how much nation show uh, plastic cast wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be a short one. But yeah. anyways, all right. <clears throat> so next one, and this is the one that everyone's been gagging over. Essay figures, Kamen Rider number one, Ichigo, Sakurajima version. Yeah, oh my god. I love it. I, 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 I spazzed out when I saw this because I was like, I like the Rider one they released beforehand, but then I saw this one, I'm like, oh, this is my definitive one right here. And you want to explain what Sakurajima version means? Well, from what me and our other associate, Eric, who works with us on Plastic Joint, um, what, we, what we figured out is, like, after, they made a movie. They made a, a movie, um, Battle of Sakajima. And in that movie, he wears that suit. And then, subsequently, after that movie, for a few episodes, he starts wearing the suit in the series. This is also the basis for Rider 1 in, in uh, Kamen Rider the Next as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because so it's, like, it's if you see, like, I think that was my in my review way, 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 way back when we first started the site. I made mention to this, and I was like, "Oh yeah, they did this." Hmm. Now I heard that um, they did this because they broke the helmet at one point or something. Like, is that rumor true? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because from what I heard, is that they broke the helmet and they tried to fix it, and the end result is that. I think it looks better because I think I said when I saw it, I was like, it looks more menacing and a lot more darker. So if like if you want like a common writer that's a lot more well menacing, there you go. And to me, it feels like they're going backward on this because I know that the last common writer one figured that particular color scheme came in after the Sakurajima version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're really going backward on this. So, so which we theorize the next one they will eventually release down the road, if they ever should, would be the very will be the very first episode colors, which is like, yeah. it's a lot more uniformed in terms of colors. With all green, the eyes are actually now like this pinkish color on it, and his muffler, the the scarf, is a lot more orange. And not to mention the helmet is navy colored. Yeah. Very deep yeah. navy um, blue. I'm going to call it right here. That version's going to be exclusive. Yeah, because it, it was only used for like 13 episodes until they, until um, Fujioka like, injured himself. Ow. Yeah. And then when he came back, that he, I think that was the, I think the Sakajimo version is the one he came back in. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... There you go. I mean, Toku look, I can tell nice. a lot. Of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more you know. No. Yeah. So obviously, a lot of people are excited for this version. Very. Yeah. Including myself. Mm-hmm. Including yourself. All right. So the next one is Ribble takes Zetman from Zetman. Color me surprised. <laughs> Yeah, especially considering during TGS they showed Play Art Zetman. Which is weird because it's like, well, once once um, Square Enix gets their hands on something, it's definitive. Like there is no it, there is no way out. 
So it's good to see that at least someone's taking up the taking up the cause and actually releasing a proper, better version of this. And and you know what? I don't know what I don't know what Kyoto's doing nowadays because this is not the first time there was ever a dual release because they did that with um, Vox Aura from Rinnano Lagrange is that they had Bandai Bandai released the Robot Tamashii version and then they Kyoto released the Revolt type version of Vox R as well. So, wow, I don't see this happening a lot. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, I think it's just because like you know, this it a Revolt carries a lot more weight in the toy industry than say anything else at this point. Like if you were given the, a choice of a Revolt Tech um, Roni Kenshin. Versus, say, a Play Arts Kai uh, Roni Kenshin figure, I'm pretty sure everyone will, in their grandmothers will, will, would go for the Revolt Tech. Despite how horrendous it looks during the idle position, yes! Yes, I would go for Revolt Tech. Same here. Yeah, holy shit, like, that's not even a question. Uh uh. No, but there's one good thing about. Revolt Tech Zetman, and that means get this Revolt Tech Alphas from Zetman, and that is what everyone is asking for right now. Like as soon as they saw this picture, it's like they were just going like, "Yes, Alphas, come on, Kyoto, do it now!" Ooh, I haven't yeah. seen Alphas until now, and like, yeah, I kind of want it now. Yeah, you <laughs> oh, sky high a bit. Uh, yeah, it's like a Ixab mixed with Sky High. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And they, and they both talk about justice a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, man. So, cross my fingers. Alphas, come on. Make it happen. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. Uh, yeah. Alright, so, next up... Is Robot Tamashi Double Zeta Gundam? Wow, <laughs> that's a uh, the Zeta. Yeah, and we talked about this a little bit. Like you wanted Robot Tamashi version of Zeta, the original, and I said, not yet because real grade Zeta is about to come out. Yeah, I, that that one I agree. Not only that, the reason why. I, I, I'm not surprised they didn't release it first. Well, the fact is, I see a lot more grunt units released beforehand, before they go for the main units. So my theory is that maybe, just maybe, they might release something like the Bound Dock or the, or like the Brick Diaz before they release the Zeta. Or, hell, just release the Gundam Mark II. Actually, you know what? Hey, I'm going to break a theory right there because actually, I think Wing Gundam was... Wing, uh, Wing Zero, I should say. Wing Zero was released before Leo. And Ale Strike Gundam was released before the Dagger Strike. Hmm. Uh, strike Dagger. So, yeah, I just broke your theory right there. Alright, well... I've, I've been wrong before and it won't be the last, so there you go. Yeah. But... Think of it this way, next year, sometime next year or year after, they'll release Zeta. They just want to release real great Zeta now and just run with it, you know? And when they run out of it, 
then yeah, they can think about the real um, robot Thomas Zeta then. Now here's the now here's my question to you. Bearing the uh -huh. Zeta, which from Zeta do you want to see in the series that will take its place? Wait, you mean the grunt unit? Or no, like whatever unit that's not the Zeta you would like to see from either Zeta or Double Zeta into a robot Damashi. Oh, fuck. Uh, God. I got one. Uh, are you going to say Hyakushiki? Cause... Fuck you. Damn it. That's right. See, I knew it. The only other notable unit, other than the O, yeah, and the Kubli. Oh, Kubli, yeah. Um, those okay, Dio and the Kubli, especially Kubli, that would be huge as fuck. Not the first time, but would be the Dio would the O would be as big as the as the. Would be as big. I think it would be as big, if not bigger, than the new Gundam. Oh, okay. Huh. It's not as big, but it's huge. Mm. I think the oh, zombie man. takes the cake in terms of size. Yeah, but in any case, yeah, I think a lot of people want Takashiki at this point. <laughs> All right. So, Hello? any I'm I'm waiting I'm waiting for you. I already said my thoughts. Okay. I You know what? Ah, fuck it. I'll just stick with Yakushiki. Fuck it. All right. Yeah. So, but okay, now let's talk about what's what's in front of us right now. What do you think of the Zeta as it is? What the real grade? Well, not no, not the real grade. The double Zeta. My bad. Double Zeta, yeah, yeah, because I was about to say, no, you're looking way into the future, my man. Indeed. And, yeah, hell, it's beefy, I'll tell you that much. Well, it's oh, worth 5,440 um, um, 5, yen price tag, so it's a tall glass of water. I think the 1,000 yen went to the backpack alone. No, if you see if you see the Zeta in the series, it's a it's a pretty big unit. Yeah, but I'm looking at the backpack itself, dude. Like, okay, but... yeah, the backpack's huge, but like, like I said, the entire unit itself is a pretty fucking huge unit. Hmm. Man, you could kill someone with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, which leave one more question for you? I'm got one more question for you, Rams. Yes. Over under fast. What? Full armor double zeta. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's gonna come out like as a as an exclusive. Okay. But I do see it like huh? being released. So, but I, but I don't know. It's like I I think people see more the. The original blank, like the original vanilla unit, more than the in the full armor mode. Hmm. All right. So, what do you think of the double Zeta? Did you already say it? Um. Well, what I think of it, well, like I said, like I kind of wish it was like the original Zeta, but as it is, what they got so far, it's pretty good. Like, 
Because I'm, I'm not really a big fan of the Double Zeta. I don't know, it's just too big for me. Hmm. It's also like very like unnecessarily complex for what it can do, but it's because well, it's kind of a big unit, so it has to be unnecessarily complex. But I, I'm not complaining. Over, overall, it looks pretty good. Hmm. All right. Okay, so we're gonna mention this for a little bit, which is Figma Gadoka from you know, Puller Mod being a Madoka is suffering. <laughs> Speaking of overly yeah, complex. <laughs> that dress, I swear! Like, how do you move in that thing? That design, I swear. Midgets. Uh. Midgets are inside her costume. <laughs> oh man, I, I pictured that Figma being a brick. I thought it was a statue to start with, but now I see the thing, it's like, oh, it's a Figma. <laughs> Yeah. I thought it was a statue too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Alright, so moving on to Revolt Tech Iron Man Mark V. Here's the thing about the Mark V. It seems like like it was it was a great concept in the movie. But it just seems like it's way too simplistic and I kind of wish like this lot like there isn't really much left for them to do other than if they want to really want to go back and do the Mark One. Yeah. It's possible. So it's like uh, like at this point I'm like yeah like it's a, it's okay but it's like at this point like I ask myself two questions one well like I said what else can they go and two it's like like what else can like what else can they do Iron Man ways and two what else can they do period because it's like. I don't. I just don't feel it. Like this one. Like all the other units. Yeah, all the other mark marks I like, except this one. I don't know why. The worst part is that I had high expectations, but maybe because in the movie he doesn't really use it that much, and he gets his ass kicked in, in the unit anyway. So. Yeah, but I don't know. I I'm a little bit different from you because that I actually like how it looks. Like functionality wise, I think. Look, this was supposed to be an emergency unit, you know? Yeah. So, of course, you can't expect it to kick someone's ass. Like, especially someone like Mickey Rourke. Good point. All, yeah. he, all he wanted was his bird. I know! <laughs> just, he just Give him to... this fucking bird already! And that would have been all fine and dandy. And roll credits. And yeah. The shortest movie ever. I know. Like a lot of the other, <laughs> other fuck-ups we've done, but... No, um, as far as this Robotech goes, I'm, I'm pretty content with it, you know? I'm not gonna say, like, this is like a gangbuster or something, but, you know what? I'm content with it, but I'll see what happens, because this is coming out on December 1st, and I've already got, like, two pre-orders on December. Jesus. <laughs> Mega Man and Koga, so... Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm seeing this figure. Like I can probably get it somewhere else, you know. Yeah. Or it'll gonna go on. It'll be on discount. Most likely, yeah. Because didn't the Mark Three, didn't the Mark um, Six armor didn't it went on discount like almost instantly. Not instantly. It took a little bit of while actually. Yeah. Yeah. Keys. All right. So. 
two last things I need to mention. Just gonna briefly mention it. Uh, Robot Tamashis, uh, Kuren Mark II, and Glasgow from Code Gears, the first season. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. yeah, they're there. Yep. I mean, that's the thing. It's like the the boat's already like sailed away from for uh, in terms of Code Gears at this point. Well, no, not quite yeah. because well, they have the they have that new series coming out, but it's just like one of the things. Yeah, Akito's uh, like... Excel or something like that. In terms of like it's act- like those actual units, it's like uh, how long how long ago was the very first Code Geass series? A few years ago, actually. Really? I thought it was like five years ago. Was it? I, I don't know. It's no, just... mm. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> mm. Oh man! So yeah, there you go. Just briefly went over all the toy news. Yep. Giving any news? July two thousand six. Wow! I was right. Holy shit! Two thousand six? Six years ago? Yeah. Damn! That seemed longer. I know. Wow! Huh. I didn't even watch that anyway. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Much. I was, yeah, you know, I kind of figured. Yeah, really, like, I thought first season was okay. I mean, it was good, and then it went downhill. And then the second season, yeah, it went downhill further. Indeed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was just that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so, yeah, those are our toy news. Ray. Uh, yeah. Actually, there's two things I want to bring. Two things I want to bring up. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and this is more like American toys, and uh-huh. so I'm gonna, and it's actually from a source that's like I don't know if you guys want to talk about this or not. <laughs> We're listening. Okay. For all ears. These are new Masters of the Universe toys they just announced at Power, at PowerCon. They announced for April 2013 we're gonna get Snake Face. Um, in May of 2013, we are going to get Karate, and then we're going to get a new character in June of 2013, which is going to be called Octavia. And they announced something else. Go on. Are you all sitting down for this one? Yes, I'm sitting down. Yes, we are. They want to make Castle Grayskull. (laughs) S and D Castle Grayskull. Yes, in scale, or at least try to be at scale with with um, with uh, Master of the Universe Classic. I think they're as tall as your desk. It would be at this point. Yes. Wow. Um, and they said, and it's gonna go on that same kind of like provisional pre-order, like they did with um, with uh, Super with Superboy and Miss Martian. Yeah, we know how that turned out. Oh. <laughs> and uh. the suggested retail price is this is a big one. Two hundred fucking dollars. For Grayskull? For Castle Grayskull. fucking Grayskull. <laughs> you know <laughs> and here's the worst part. Here's the worst part. Since this is all gonna be, um, since this the fi- since the actual castle, you don't have an actual sculpt of Castle Grayskull, 
they're pretty much going to present everything to you as like AutoCAD. That's your selling point right there with AutoCAD images. You wanted to say something about this. You know, we might as well build our own Castle Grey Skull. <laughs> I have a lot of cardboard boxes in my garage right now. Let's do it. Yeah! <laughs> I'm down for I... it. I'm, I'll help you guys out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Like, what? where the fuck are they trying kid? What a kid actually would want that? It's, like I said, it's, um... There's some there are people out there that want Castle Grayskull and they will pay for it. It's just it's one of those things where it's like it's like we saw what happened with uh with Connor and uh Megan. Yeah. You know, they're gonna ask for so they're gonna ask for a ludicrously huge like pre order like pre order um oh. number. Yeah. And then, pretty much. They're not. Then they're not gonna meet, be able to meet it, and they're like, "Oh, um, we didn't do anything at all." So you all just wasted two hundred dollars. We're gonna send it all back to you eventually. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing, though. I went through a lot of the toy forum about this, and they are really pessimistic about this. They are looking at this as like, just like, you know what? Screw those guys. They're not gonna meet their goal anyways. You know why bother? And this is and this is the problem, and that's why um, this is the problem. That's why I brought up Megan and um, Connor because Hello. they needed X amount of pre-orders, and I would want like I'm pretty sure the pre-orders were they had to make like about a billion or something like that, like some astronomically huge price that I don't think anyone wouldn't even think about. Like you know about I don't think anybody would think that they would even break even with it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, there's a reason why it's called pre-order to determine how many figures you need to make. You know, like they're kidding themselves if they're gonna meet like some like six-digit number. Like that's just crazy. You know, especially at their price. You know. Yeah. Two hundred. Here's the thing. Two hundred dollars. It's that's a like we we sometimes like we invest in figures that are maybe thirty forty, God forbid fifty sixty dollars. But two hundred, you know what I can do with two hundred fucking dollars? Do tell. I can buy two hundred tacos. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you can buy hot toys and then like fifty tacos. But yeah, sure. No, not even that. I can get like four hundred tacos if I go to Del Taco. Oh, that's true. They're like cheap as shit. Six hundred. Yeah. If I go to Jack in the Box, because they have three for a dollar. <laughs> oh you man! You can do anything with that money. Yeah. I mean, so okay, so okay, Rams. What do you foresee, like, from this line, like this announcement? Like, is it really gonna work? Like, people actually no. gonna? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Mm. It's gonna fail at them, and you know it's good that I'm not investing anything until they see the final the final results. Because if they started sculpting on it now, um, yeah, <laughs> they would be asking for even more astronomically huge price. And okay, this is the funny part. 
If it's seven hundred dollars, and here's the thing: it says it's two approximately two hundred dollars. What's gonna stop Medi Collector from saying, "Um, we went a little bit overboard here, so um, it's gonna be to four hundred dollars instead." Ugh. You know what I say to that? You know what I say to that? How about you go fuck yourself four hundred times over? And not only that, this is another scary thing. Two hundred dollars. Um, I think it's gonna be pretty huge if it's gonna be it's at scale with Masters of the Universe Classic. Um, there's another factor we don't we that some people have already factored in that is kind of a that's kind of shipping. a scary thought. How much is shipping, shipping? going to be? Oh God. Okay. All right. Let me think about this. Okay. Uh, whew. depends. What method are we talking about? FedEx or post office? Um, I think they use FedEx. No, actually, they use UPS. Okay. Oh, UPS. Okay. Uh, uh, that's about similar anyway. Actually, you know, come think of it. Like, depends on how you, what option you pick. UPS can be cheaper. But, all right. Okay. So, let's say, all right. Let's say it's gonna be big as um portion of depth. Yeah, this uh, about this big. Like a uh, portion of depth desk, or, like this big, right? Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. If that's yeah. Big. Okay. And what do you think? Electronics or no electronics? Or no, they said they don't want to put any, any electronics on it so they can ship internationally. Oh, okay. Makes sense. All right, so no electronic. That means it's probably going to weigh about, uh, it's, uh, I'm going to say uh, 10 to 15 pounds, right? Somewhere around that line, yeah. Somewhere around that line? Okay. Uh, let's see. It uh, goes... Uh, Let's say they include signature as well, so like five, fifteen, and then I say fifteen, seven, uh, fifteen, five. I'm gonna say. Now don't. Now don't take my word for it because I don't know what kind of shape cast this Castle Grayskull figure is gonna um figure. I mean Castle Grayskull set's gonna be in, so that factors into how you pack it, like what, what box you use and what have you. Well, but Castle Grayskull's been traditionally been like this big rectangle. I know, I know, but it's still you still have to factor in, you know, what kind of ship um, box they're going to use and what kind of packaging they're going to use as well. You know, that yeah. fluxes weight a bit. So I'm gonna say of oh, good between thirty-five to fifty-five. Yeah, I'm also in that generator. It's like you're adding another fifty dollars onto the price. Yeah. So good luck. <laughs> so, it, like, if just to be safe, let's put let me put up a number right here. If you really, okay. really want to buy this, I know some people will. If you really, really want to buy this, have at least four hundred and fifty dollars right there, just to be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I know. It's just every time we talk about Maddie, it just boils our blood. Yeah. This is heavy, it's like, dog. It's, it's a love and hate relationship. They do a lot of good, but then it's like at conventions they're really good, and then at the minute the minute that the, the the convention ends, it's like the 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 honeymoon is over, and they start like hitting you with reality, and it's like ah shit. Yeah, it's like a, it's like marrying this fancy douchebag. 
Oh, ow. Like, like how like how high were we at the end of those panels and then like the day after the days after which are like what the fuck are they doing? I know. <laughs> they're like they're threatening they were threatening people by canceling their toy lines and everything. It's like no, just stop fear mongling. I'm gonna go off on this little tangent just really quick, so bear with me. Okay, go ahead. The way they handled all that and the way they handled the whole thing with Superboy and Miss Martian, not okay at all. Not okay for a company, and not okay for a toy company, period, to do what they just did. Basically, if you don't remember, let's go back to, let's go back, um, to August. And in August, they started telling people, if you don't buy a subscription, the line will be canceled. And it's just like... Yeah, but here's the thing. You haven't updated your information to tell people that how many pre-orders are supposed to be made or how many pre-orders have been made so far. So you're threatening people with canceling a line. And not only that, there are, the, are going to be those people. There, are, I'm one of those people too that's like, I, I'm going to be a wait-and-see kind of person when it comes to a figure-by-figure. Figure. Like, out of all the Masters of the Universe figures that they've released so far... Or they're gonna be releasing? I only get. I only have a handful of figures, if not even less, because it's like nothing really gets my attention. And you want people to invest on all of them, but it's just like, you know, for the majority of it, those who don't agree with like what the the character they choose, a lot of people won't won't agree with it. Also, and you're you're stuck with a pretty lame character. But that being said. You shouldn't fear mongle people. At least, like, I understand you want to make a profit and you want to show that you want to get people to pre-order, but I honestly believe fear mongling and telling people and threatening people to cancel lines is not the right way to do it. Yeah, and here's why. PR standpoint, you are gonna piss off a lot of people, and that's just a tip of the iceberg. When you look deeper into it, it shows that you are you have no confidence in your marketing ability. You have no confidence in your product, even by this fear mongering tactic. And as a company, especially toy company, the last thing you want to show your consumer is that you have no confidence. I agree. Yeah. So, Maddie, grow some balls. Yeah, and the good news is, here's the thing. We, um, I was talking to one of our friends, Suri, on on Twitter about this. Oh, and Pat, so they, right? Yeah, Pat. Well, we'll call mm-hmm. him Suri for the sake of because it's funny to say Suri. Anyway, so we talked, and the good news is, like, we both like WWE toys. The good news is it doesn't fall right. into that into that dark, dark territory. So that's the good news. Because I know you collect um, WWE toys more than my than me. I like, oh, cool. And uh, uh, oh, cool. It's John Cena. Oh, cool. John Cena. John Cena. John Cena. I think. Cena. I think what happens is that okay. I think what happens is that if Maddie does that kind of like scare tactics with people, 
then Vince McMahon will take notice. And, yeah, he will kick the door down on the medical actor HQ and just like, which one of you sons of bitches tried this tactic with my product? I got, I got, I got one I'm better. Vinny I got Man. one better. I got one better. Oh. They get all on. the execs, all the PR people, and everybody that's working with Maddie Collector. They send them out to the ring. And Justin Roberts is like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody. Welcome every, everyone with to all the people from Mattel. Say hi to say hi everybody. Hi. Hey. And now your opponent from Sin City. Ryback! Feed me more! Feed me more! (laughs) 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 And and I can picture now these five to six exact all trying to gang up on Ryback, but he just picks all five of them and does the whole like fisherman buster on them. Oh my god. Awesome. We saw what he did, we saw what he did to a couch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah. No, yeah. This will be like five couch wars. Oh. Oh my god. And ironic too since, since uh, these guys are actually working on Ryback figure. Oh, indeed. Well, not them. They're yeah. another department altogether. So, that's good news. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, whew. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, that's all I wanted to get out of my chest, because that's something I've wanted to get out of my chest for a while. Okay. That works out. Okay, so... Are you still with me? I should be, yeah. Okay, good, because we're going to talk about conventions. Yay. Okay, okay. Um, since uh, there's really no official theme song for the Kamikaze, I'll make up one. <laughs> it's going to be, okay, it's going to be like mixture of, okay, one-winged angel instrument, right? And I'm going to be like, oh, hey, Stanley, hey, oh, hey. Marvel, hey, X-Men, hey, Excelsior, Excelsior. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah, call okay. Me maybe, just to piss you off. <laughs> hey, kid, I just met you. And this is crazy. So, have some comics. <laughs> Spread the word, baby. Excelsior. <laughs> you wanna do that? Cause I think that's more funny. <laughs> I gotta make a whole set of lyrics. No, no, you just have to do like quick one. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's just like an intro to the kamikaze. So. Okay. <laughs> I can find it easily and edit it. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right.
drunk were you when you made this intro theme song? I wasn't drunk, I was hyped up on Snapple, 3 a.m. in the morning, couldn't sleep, and, um, there you go. <laughs> oh, and I re read a lot of Spider-Man comics. A you lot sure, of Spider-Man! You sure Snapple? You sure that wasn't crack? <laughs> I swear that was sugar in there! You positive? Are you positive on this? No! <laughs> Okay. Yep, I am officially threatened. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to talk about Kamikaze. Alright. So, Kamikaze happened last... Oh, two weekends ago, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't... like it. Yeah, <laughs> but, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It is. Alright, so, first thing first, uh, we only went for one day. Yep. Because we had... Things to do on Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Mm -hmm. You busy people, you. And, and yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> well, also the fact that we got denied for the press, but that's a whole other story. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we went there, and this is held at LA Convention Center, place we're extremely familiar with. Very much Very. so. Yeah. So we need to park place. Yeah, you're familiar with the place. Uh, everyone is familiar with the place. The place, place, yay! L.A. L.A. Ooh. Yay, woo. But, okay, so, we get to the parking lot, and we knew this was going to be a bit of a rough ride, because uh, how much was the parking? Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen, one five. Yeah, the worst part, I had to pay for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you did owe me a bit for the ticket, so. Oh, that and, oh. Gosh, 15, man. Yeah. Ugh. I don't blame you guys. And Jesus Christ. Even though, even though it stays here at San Diego, it's like, what, 12? 11? Wow. Because I remember MX4 was like, what, 10? It used to be 10. Yeah. It just suddenly raised up. I'm like, no, just kidding. It's 15 now. I'm like, what? It's Stanley. Yeah. It's Stanley's presence. They need to make it a, they need to make that extra $5 because it's Stanley. I want you to remember that joke that you just made because it'll all become crystally clear and you're going to look at yourself and just like, what have I created? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you should see me in death oh, face. Like, was Steve Dicko, like, was Steve Dicko around, like, high on peyote? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> well, you're about to find out. Oh, God, here we go. Oh, here we go. Okay, so we parked, right? And then we went in, and we had a printout ticket. So, yes, yes, we did. So our process was a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And not so much for a couple of our friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fern yes. tip, like, yeah. Yeah, our friends had a lot of issues with um, this organization staff. Yeah. Were not being helpful, mm -hmm. and... Ugh. It was not cool. <laughs> yeah, they were directed in like, like three different areas or something? Through three different areas, they were forced to... Oh, God. One of the the longer lines that were was not supposed to be on pre-reg, and, you know, all the details, it was so confusing. Yeah, and I talked to a few of my other friends, and yeah, they had a registration issue as well. And the worst part about it all is that apparently there was a Groupon discount. 
and somehow for some goddamn reason they forgot to set up the booth for Groupon registration. So that was before we came in. Like when we came in, there was a Groupon set up, but before then there wasn't. They had to immediately set that up. So yeah, a lot of this organization happened apparently. Mm. Yeah. So we got our badge, which is a fucking wristband. It's like, yeah, we got a It's a wristband. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a bit awkward, you know? Yeah. So we go into the dealer's hall, right? Mm -hmm. And it's huge. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They got every part of it. Yeah, they got every part of the corner, actually. They, yeah. got, they took over every bit of that uh, dealer's hall. And I'm guessing that was like good, like 1,600, 1600 rows. Yeah, about maybe more. Yeah, 16 yeah. rows, yeah. Yeah. That was about good 16 rows. Yeah, like a, it, it was like, nice. It's like a small-scale Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. You could say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Except it's, it's all in one. I'm looking at pictures that you guys took, and it looks just as full as the Comic-Con, but it's, like, it's using up, like I want to say, like a quarter of the space. A little bit more, because what? Yeah, because one that you're forgetting is that they had this um containment um uh, containment room. Is that like a, a quarantine quarantine room? Yeah, yeah. quarantine zone. I'm, which I'm is, looking at it right is, now. Yeah, quarantine zone, which is um playroom. Yeah, I'm just gonna call it playroom because it, it was, is a playroom. Yeah, like zombie themed playroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, might as well just call it a playroom because from what I've heard, there were no zombies roaming around. It was just like climb mm -hmm. up. Slide yeah. down, climb up, slide down, the end. Thanks for paying up. Yeah. If I yeah. wanted to do that, I just I just go to I just crash a party that I just crash a party that's nearby with kids and just stand at and just bounce stay in the bouncy uh in the bouncy place. I like the bouncy place. Oh yeah, the bouncy you mean like those bouncy yeah. castles? Yeah, the bouncy castle. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> oh man. Good oh man, I got a funny story about that. Like this was back in Korea. Oh God! Yeah. Bouncy ca bouncy castle in Korea means that instead of the balloon, it's a trampoline. <laughs> oh God! I am, I am not fucking kidding you. Oh my that's like, yeah, oh, that's, that's, like, that's like a recipe for all sorts of disasters. Oh yeah, because uh, while I was jumping up and down, I remember I bit my tongue. Oh, ow! Yeah, you were right, Rex. <laughs> Hey, well, I'm yeah, saying that more like you know one one wrong way and you're 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 falling onto the like the concrete like head first. Oh no no it was um it was net uh, it was thrown oh, by God. net so I don't think <laughs> yeah no it wasn't no it wasn't that unsafe like this was an amusement park too so of course they have to like oh wait I'm talking about things... Tijuana never mind <laughs> well you. Bouncing around the area with a donkey, you know, because I could actually picture you in that, you know, like. Well, we could say it, we can say it was a donkey, but it was, but they said it was actually a zebra. But. <laughs> oh sure, okay, we'll go with that. All right, so there was a quarantine zone, so it was huge, including that area. Yeah, it was huge. Mm. Now, this was. It was mixed. I mean, there was um, a lot of the comic book stuff, and then there was some anime stuff, um, place that sells katana, and there was museum of 
Stanley Museum. Yep, the Stanley Museum. Yeah, and then there was the Elvira Museum too. Yeah, I was surprised about that. Yeah, actually. and then there was an area for card games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Magic. Magic. The gathering. Yeah. Of course. And then there was, uh, believe it or not, this was surprising to me, Quidditch. Oh, yeah, the Quidditch. Yeah. They actually had people playing Quidditch. Like, they were actually, like, waddling while having their room, like, stuck between their thighs, right? Yeah, yeah. that and... Oh, God. I, it's like playing yeah. water polo with those, with those stick horses. Yeah. Yeah. Not water polo. It's, it's like playing yeah. horse po polo with those horses. My bad. Did you say you're playing horse polo with horses? Yeah, because huh? I said water polo. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, um, you know, water horse... polo and horses, I'm pretty sure those don't mix very yeah. really well. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like that. I mean, we were surprised to find out that I actually have a league there, too. Yeah. There's yeah. a tournament and all that stuff. Yeah, they actually, I think they actually played in London Olympic. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And the Olympic was going on, yeah. I should say, you know. <laughs> it was amusing, like, because they were, they had a table, too, and they were selling these, like, you know, Quidditch jerseys, and one of them had, like, an England logo on it. I'm like, yeah, my home country. <laughs> like, yay, what is, this, what, what is this about again? Is this soccer? No? What? <laughs> what do you mean? This is not Manchester United. I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, yeah. but I'm an Arsenal fan. Good day, sir. I said good day. <laughs> and then flip a table and then good day. And then you just run away. Yeah. And you steal the TV. Keep going. <laughs> um, so, they had a lot set up, you know. There were a lot of things that yeah. was happening. Yeah, Artist Alley too, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, so... They had a lot going on, mm -hmm. and the best part is that it's not congested like San Diego Comic Con, so we actually have a walking area. Oh yes, no people traffic and sardine. No, no, no sardines. Oh, no sardines. Uh huh. Yeah. I still, I still feel very sorry that you had that you nearly got killed while trying to get those posters, Deb. I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, but anyways. Um, Here's the unique thing about it, is that their main panel room isn't even a room. It's actually a stage in the middle of the dealer's hall. Yeah, I noticed that. It's the same thing they did at um, AM Squared, like I think like last year, their first year, where like they had their main stage in the middle of the fucking uh, convention, uh, convention hall. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that. I wouldn't say middle. It was actually on the corner, but sure. You know? Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like that. But you have a lot more in front of that stage because the two panels we saw was the first one, I should say two and a half, because first one was a Stan Lee panel, of course, you know. Mm -hmm. So you got to have Stan Lee somewhere, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can and then the next... I, we, I'm going to bombard people with stories that make no bloody sense sometimes. Did I ever tell you about the time creator of the thing? <laughs> Does it involve Jack Kirby's wife? Because I'm sure he heard that so many times to the point that he's sick of it. Yes, and it involved, it involved Jack Kirby's wife. Okay, I knew it. Okay, Indeed. So, Anyways, keep going. Oh, oh. Stan Lee's panel, and then after that was Adam West's panel with Kevin Smith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Which swearing? surprisingly, by the way, surprisingly, by the way, I want to say that I don't think I heard any cursing from Kevin Smith in that panel. <laughs> that was much. <laughs> Oh god. You and I were ready to play Pokemon after. God, I think we're showing him. Yeah. Okay, okay, keep going. Oh, oh god. You and I were about to ready to play drinking game on that too, okay? For every well, time. We did, we did poke fun of that. Yeah, so. for every time Kevin Smith says, fuck, take a shot. Yeah. And I think what it is, because Adam, it's Adam West, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He will beat the shit out of you if you just so much as to curse one bit. Because he's that old school fashion. But he did, I did listen to one thing. I, uh, this was interesting. And he brought a family guy. And he gave a lot of credit to uh, Seth MacFarlane and uh, Family Guy for him being Mayor Adam West. Well, the thing is, from what I heard, a lot of Adam West. Well, like the uh, the character of um of Mayor Adam West was actually like derivative of the original of Adam West because I think um Sigurd Farland was working before working on Family Guy he was working on Johnny Bravo and he got a lot of inspiration because like they he was like he's kind of let's say unhinged but he's kind of eccentric a lot of times and he just took the eccentricness of Adam West to like another level. Hmm. So that's the story about how the character of Mayor Adam West came about. Ah. Hmm. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that panel was fun, and then after that, the other panel was, of course, uh, Sushi Girl, and there were four or five other guys, but none of them mattered because the one that mattered the most, of course, is Mark Hamill. <laughs> I would never. I, I would have never imagined in my life that um, Mark Hamill was going to be in a, this movie called Sushi Girls. I was like, if you had told me that like in early 2000 or 90s, now I would have been like, oh, yeah, right, get uh, get the fuck out. But then you and see him as, co- as the cock knocker in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I love cock knocker! Shut the fuck up! Exactly. Oh man, but uh, Mark Hamill was there, and you know it's, it was good to see him. We didn't get to see him in person. I would have yeah. loved to. I would have loved to see Mark Hamill in person because uh, when I heard he was going to be there, I thought, damn, I probably should get an autograph from him because I have. Um, you are you listening to this? I hope you're sitting down because I have a copy of Wing Commander for Price of Freedom. Mm, I think we talked about this, and yes, I'm. I am deeply, deeply, deeply impressed. Yeah, and I can get that autographed, and okay. I couldn't get a lo- I couldn't get an autograph period from the people I wanted because uh, or or what the the Robin from yeah. the old Batman TV series, dude, like he was charging fifty dollars for his autograph. Mm. Yeah. Now I need to ask you something, Rams. At this point, uh. Is it mandatory? I heard it was mandatory for the guest of honor to charge for their autograph at a con like this. Like, is that true? And if so, do they have choice on how flexible they can be when it comes to pricing? 
That's up to the individual, really. Because I do know for a oh. fact that they 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 can charge. But for example, at San Diego, they you can they cannot say they cannot um they have to autograph your 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 um, souvenir book for free, no matter what. Anything else, it's up to the it's up to the to the people in charge. That's just Comic Con policies. I don't know how it works at Comic Kaze. Hold on a minute. No, it's what was it? No, uh, sorry, my mom was just like, "What are you? What are you?" I was like, "No, no I'll talk to you later. I'll tell you later." Okay, okay sorry. All right. Okay, I see. So that's how it is. Alright. Cause I was wondering about that and like I looked at it and it's just like, dude, fifty dollars? Damn. Yeah, that's why uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I don't get that many autographs from people anymore. Yeah, it doesn't help the fact that wh wh um, people that were manning the booth elite elite pro staff. Yeah. And I have Absolutely no love for the elite pro staffs because those guys, most of those guys, comes out as gigantic douchebags towards the, you know, cosplayers and geeks and whatever you. Mm -hmm. And this was no exception. I've seen, I've seen this happen actually, and I've heard this too actually, um, two different occasions. Up, some guy went up to Bert Ward to just say hi, right? They block him right there. It's like you know, um, what are you doing? Like I just want to say hi. Like you're not getting autograph? No, then. Step aside, you know. Yeah, this actually happened. Yeah, like I say, it's up to the discretion of like the actors or the people in charge, and also of, of everything. Too. Yeah, but, so it's like yeah, but except that, except that here's the thing though. It was a staff member that was blocking that area. Okay, that said that. Okay, not Bert Ward. Bert Ward didn't turn the fans away. Hmm. Yeah. Which is why I hate Elite Pro with passion. Like, I'm sure not all of them are bad, but let's be honest here, a lot of them are pretty bad at this. That's the thing, it's like, I know some of them, and they're actually pretty cool for the most part, so it's like, you know, it really depends on the individual. In my case, it's like, yeah, you you got a couple of assholes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not it's gonna really lie to you. I'm, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna defend them. You got a couple of assholes. Yeah, look, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, there's a couple of assholes that's probably... It just really depends on the person. Yeah, 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 it's probably just a couple of assholes that's just making it bad. But really, like, from where I'm standing, that I've been going to LACC for a long time. Quite a while now. Yeah, I don't know, like, it's been mixed back, really. So, yeah, it's like, you know, okay. take, my, take my opinion with a grain of salt, so whatever. Yeah. No, 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 you got a point there, you know, because not everyone on elite staff is, elite pro staff is pretty bad guys, you know, so. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyways, so, but, keep going, keep yeah, going about anyways, the dimension before. Yeah, that happened. And, oh man, uh, there was one booth, uh, Buzz Pro, Buzz Pro was it? Buzz Pro or something? They had um, phone chargers. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 that. That was smart. Yeah, that was pretty smart. Uh -huh. 
get free pretzels and there's yeah. a charger and there's right. sofas. Yeah. And, and especially when you sit down on the sofa, you tend to meet a lot of people. I don't know how it works, but you just do. And it yeah, mingles. Yeah, came across a person uh, roaming from Costly Nation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she looked at my um, business card with like plastic point and just like, huh. Yeah. That's the first time somebody made mistake our name, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh well, I guess it was bound to happen anyway, you know. It's bound to happen. Yeah, it would have been like plastic point or plastic coin or plastic crotch. <laughs> crotch, yeah, <laughs> plastic crotch. Oh God! <laughs> Call back. <laughs> bravo, bravo! Oh man, you know what? I pro I'll probably have all the storage on my crotch. Like, oh, you wanna, uh, you want my um, business card here? One moment, like, let me just open up a crotch back and there out comes the card. Oh my god! <laughs> Indeed. Or, or do like JoJo style, just shoot it out of my crotch, like, <laughs> and pose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, oh. yeah, so after that we went to, oh, I have a card here, actually, yeah, Saber Guild, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, apparently these guys are Jedi cosplayers, I think, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a group. Yeah. Like a Star Wars Jedi cosplay group. Yeah, uh, that goes through to various hospitals. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. for charity. Uh, I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. So. Oh, you know what? It's actually pretty cool. Uh, SaberGuild.com. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, the lady that was manning there, I think her mm -hmm. name was Faye or something. Like, she's yeah. nice as hell. She has a kid next to her, too. Yeah. You know? like, like, it must be really fun, like, being, like, Jedi's kid or something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like it's just like you get to wield this like lightsaber, you know, you don't get to do that often. Like you yeah. get you get to tell other kids like, hey, look what I have. Hmm? Oh. Okay, sorry about that. So. Okay. So yeah, it's like, hey, look what I have. I have lightsaber. What do you have? Is that my little pony? It's like <laughs> oh, but they were really nice. Though. No, they're really nice people. Actually, you know what? If you see on the left side of that booth, you can see them putting applying uh, spray paint. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, aerosol, uh, air spray paint of mm -hmm. um, body paint. Mm -hmm. So they were doing it on spot. You know, mm -hmm. I, thought, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little feeling about that, but sure, you know, let's go with it. You know, what the hell? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, even have this like little like nice card. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. I gotta be honest with you. This is like, it's a nice promotional tool, but at the same time, it's just like, Jedi mm. Master Faye, no stats. Nice story in the back. Yeah, a little stat would have been nice, so I can have Jedi Master Faye go against. Um... I think it's a pretty creative idea. Yeah. Although, I would love to see, like, you know, if she had a stat, okay, I would love to see Jerry Master Faye go against Blue-Eyes White Dragon. Blue-Eyes White Dragon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I saw my Jedi Master Faye. Screw your rules, she's a Jedi. No, but really, they're... She, yeah, she was really nice, uh -huh. and then she 
just explain it, what they've done and so the charity work that they and, do. Yeah. yeah, the charity work, the work that they've done and explained it. And the weirdest thing that it's just like, I was like, so where do you guys, so where do you guys meet up? And it's like, oh, Beach Boulevard. I'm like, as like, in as in, in, in the area of. California Beach Boulevard? I was like, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I know the name of that street. You don't live that far from Beach Boulevard, actually. It's just Hopscotch, like yeah. a three exit, then there, Beach Boulevard, right there. Yeah. Well, that's where you usually go and buy fabric, so. Yeah. <laughs> Although it turns out it's at Anaheim Beach Boulevard, so it's yeah, a little bit it was, down. Yeah, it was definitely Anaheim. Yeah, Beach so it's a little bit down south. Yeah. You know, but uh, there you go, like sabergill.com. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and speaking of Star Wars. We we did met a friend of ours at it was for um Boba Fett. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Mandalorian Guild, mm -hmm. right? Mandalorian, yeah. I believe. Yeah, uh, mer uh, merc mercenaries like. Yeah, mercenaries. Oh god damn it! I'm blanking on their fucking mind. Oh, Wes is gonna kill Mike. Mike and Wes is gonna kill me for this. Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mandalorian Merc Guild or something like. Ah, oh. hey, Rams, pause for a second, could you? Let's see. Let's search this. Okay, so, alright, so, so we went to Mandalorian Merc's booth, and a friend Wes was there. Surprise! Yeah, surprise! He actually moved to LA now. Wow, really? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Well, I know. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> be, Jesus. Yeah, that means more shenanigans. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, man. The oh, armor is always like impressive, shit me. Very. Yeah. Yeah, and I like how they just explain, you know, what they do. And, yeah. Oh yeah, and there's like a little color. Coloring, yeah, a little. Boba Fett. Yeah, col uh, there's a um coloring book type of Boba Fett picture. You know, it's all blank, and so yeah. you have to fill the color in. And it's funny, like Wes did. Wes called it right, uh -huh. and he's like, "Hey, Stan, guess who? Like, it's from Sentai." I was like, um. Why the lens is pink? I know. Like, it's like, um, uh, you lost me, man. Yeah. Um, five pink, like, um, something. He's like, it's Aubrey Keller. I'm just like, why is it pink? Because it didn't have red. Ernie just... did. They did have red. So I know it's like that red right there. Why couldn't you just grab it? <laughs> Aye, aye. Oh man, that was hilarious! Uh, oh. I think we just laughed for a few minutes. We did! Oh. oh man, but yeah, you gotta go check out the Mandalorian Merc website because they oh. do a lot of charity work as well. Oh, yes, they did. Yeah, I donated two dollars. <laughs> I donated a dollar. Yeah. It was, it was for. Da, 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 da. I know it's a children's hospital because there's yeah, a big picture of a baby was, on it. I, I believe it was a children's hospital thing. Yeah, I so. guess. Yeah. But anyway, $3, high five. Woo! Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I, funny story about the coloring. Yeah. I did draw a mustache in the monocle. Yeah, and the West took it and then wrote that white. Yeah. It's a gentle fit. It's a gentle fit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's my greatest work yet. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's gonna make a bold fat helmet based on that design. It's like all you have to do is add a little mustache, a little more. I do have the stash. I know. It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, do my favorite. Right? Yeah. Just put this on, and here's the monocle. <laughs> Say quite. Porsche. That close enough. <laughs>
<laughs> that was just fine. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh. And then, and then we circled around for a bit more. Yeah, we did walk around. I yeah, got some swag. Yeah, um, and I actually bought something. I didn't plan to, but it was there anyway. Yes, you did. Yeah, yes, you AB did. Toys for me. ABC Toys for me. Dot com. Uh, ABC. To ah. ABC Toys, Toys for, for me. me had the art Roku show for forty three. That's not bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. When you consider the fact that it goes up to like what forty seven on Amazon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a damn good, pretty decent deal. It's a good deal. Uh huh. Um, uh, sometimes, well, every time I stop by the store, there's always one thing I really want, but I can't afford it. <laughs> what is it that they had? This time? It was. It was one of those those rare looking Moogle plushies. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it looks. I think it was a Crystal Chronicles Moogle, maybe. Oh. So that's kind of stuff there. So uh, I was just like, uh, I'm sure they'll be around in another con. Yeah. Later, but yeah, I hope they kept that Moogle. Oh my gosh. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. So, uh, so, all right, so we circle around a bit more, and yeah. then... Uh, yeah, Mighty Fine was there. Mighty Fine, yeah. Yeah, always good stuff. We love Fine, yeah. Yeah, we love Fine. Yeah. Always good stuff, and uh, yeah. what else was there? Oh, yeah, there was... You're going to love this. They had Dreadbooth, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm listening. They had this, had this gigantic banner where you get to sign whatever you want. And how many times have we seen Iron the Law smack dab in, in the, the middle. middle? Yeah, actually, yeah. There's a somebody wrote Iron the Law right in the middle. It's like, solve it. <laughs> and then I took a pen, right, and then same color. And I proceeded to write that law, la 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 la. la. <laughs> I'm gonna eat every word of this. Anyways. Oh, and then of course they had Power Rangers, of course, as yeah, of course. advertised. Uh, Jessica Ray was there, mm -hmm. and uh, um, Jason Font was there. Yep. Uh, Stephen Scholar, and the Kia Burton was there. When we talked to actually. Yes. Yeah. Funny, we brought a Power Morphicon and. If you go back to our podcast about Power Morphicon, I did mention that Nokia Burton, like, just saw the snake right past me. Like, really? Like, he really did. Just, like, scratching, just, like, scuttle, 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 scuttle. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about that, and we talked about David Yo's panel, which she was, you know, scuttling in. And, oh, she was such a sweetheart, I gotta say. Yeah, she was really nice. Uh -huh. So. Yeah, and then of course, like you know, she said like you know she had to be in two places um one day now because uh, after the after Kamikaze she had to go to her uh, Christian events you mm -hmm. know and then there's that too, uh, so man you know it was really nice talking to her honestly, mm. yeah, 
And just goes to show you that no matter where they are, Power Rangers will always be friendly to anyone and everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, Oof. yeah, it's, it's, it was good to meet her. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed kind of like the so I was like, oh, yeah, Power Morphicon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That passed by. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So, oh man, what what other books did we? Oh, there was a one leather book, leather bound book. Oh, the leather bound book. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Actually, leather one. Uh, oh man, I, I kind of wish they have a business card, but they didn't hand me their business card. I told them, you know, maybe you should make a business card out of leather. You know. That'd be brilliant, Tom. Expensive as shit too. Expensive as shit, but that would be brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, was, that's. Oh man. Smell of leather, man. I know. It's so good. <laughs> so good. But no, it's just it's just binding leather journal books and they they made bags, leather bags. Um yeah, I'm kind of a sucker for those, but I know they're gonna be expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah, I should mention before we move on. Lou Ferrigno was there and he still looked like he could kick both our asses combined. Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah. Yeah, not surprising. So, what else did we do? I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Epic Cosplay. We stopped by. Oh, yeah. We did drive by. Yeah. Yeah. You got a discount. I got a discount. Yeah. Because yeah. I know a certain person. I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, I know that person. I was like, yeah, that I know you. me a dollar. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that person owes me a dollar. No, no. This is good. Yeah, you remember. Yeah, I know. I'll give you a discount. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Taking advantage yeah. of that, man. And of course, the nerd reactor and the new the fridge was there. And John, being dork that he is, he made he decided to make a Gangnam Style video there. Oh God! Yeah. Oh God! They're taking oh, over. God. They're taking over. It's unbelievable. Like my mom's TV was playing it. Their mom's TV was playing it. I remember. Yeah, yesterday. God. Yeah. I didn't even hear anything, yeah. so thank God. It's, oh, man, I Th That's why I kind of... That's why I kind of play the He-Man song. I know, I What's can't... What's going on? Honestly, I can't... I don't think it escaped it at this point, you know? It's just, it's just come to terms with it. I don't know. I've always avoided it. Somehow. You're a ninja! I guess, but I... I, I never even... I, the only time I heard it once when I was trying... When the first time I heard it, that was it. It's crazy. Yeah, I know it's crazy. But anyways, yeah. yeah but anyway, so he was recording that. Yeah, he was recording that, and you then, were uh, talking. I was talking to Narvin, and yeah. then you know, and then uh. a lot of things. Yeah. So, and uh, and that was about it. Actually, I think uh, we yeah. can get anyone else. I mean, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I I did promise that I was gonna talk about this. Give me one minute. I have a business card here. Oh, you, here we go. I think it's a left side, right? Maybe. Not her, not her, not there, not that. Oh, I still have that. Unbelievable. No, it's not her. Um, shit, was it the right side? I think it was the right side. <laughs> I have two pockets on this bag. Shut up. Take your time. I know. Ah, found it. Okay, okay. one. Yeah, so. We talked to this, um, you know, the hot girl cosplay, right? You remember oh, that? the hot girl. Yeah. 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 Oh man, that costume was balling. Very balling. Yeah. She made the wings out of the actual feather. Yeah. Yeah. 
And how much did they weigh? Like 15 pounds or something? Yeah. Yeah. About. Yeah, about. And it's when you look at the back, uh, you realize that she actually made a triangle support with the uh, PVC pipes, mm -hmm. which is smart, by the way. You know, better for the back support. Oh, right? yeah. To hold the 15 pounds? Yeah, absolutely. Need to be. Mm -hmm. And her helmet is the most damnedest awesome thing I've seen because it's actually the surface is covered with feather. Mm -hmm. She literally made it with feather on mm -hmm. the surface. It was like, that's like attention to detail. Oh, Unbelievably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she openly has a studio too. Uh, uh, let's see here. Thunder Child Studio. Um, they make uh, art, and they create art, jewelry, and uh, custom designs. So, let's see. They don't really have a... Oh yeah, here we go. Thunderchild-studio.com And the, the hawk girl that we talked to, her name was Brianna. Mm -hmm. You know, really nice person. Oh, very. Yeah. She's very good. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, yeah. So, thunderchild-studio.com. Man, I, I really got to get used to this. There's always a dash in the middle, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, check out her stuff, man. Yeah. She also has an Etsy, apparently. So, that kind of helps. Oh, neato. Yeah. Oh, dude, Etsy's, like, the best thing around. <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? So, yeah. So, there you go. Mm -hmm. There was that. And... I gotta admit, like, there were a lot of cosplayers, you know. There were a lot. I was surprised. Yeah, there were a lot of good ones. <laughs> we saw Jam cosplayers. That was, that was fucking outrageous. Truly, truly yeah, outrageous. outrageous. I know, you gotta say, like, Aquaman, that outrageous. Outrageous. Oh, Aquaman, you special little dolphin. Oh, yeah, yeah, there were a lot of cosplayers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm me surprised. Right? Yeah. yeah, and believe me, we didn't even—I didn't take a picture of all of them. Like, I think I'm sure missed a bunch, but you know. The yeah. Oh yeah, back to the future. So. Oh yeah, Doc and Marty. Yes. Yeah, great Scott. I know. <laughs> I didn't expect that. So. Oh man, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah, to to be honest, I I, I expected a lot of. Um, I guess a lot of mainstream characters, you know, I was expecting a lot of Homesug, I was expecting a lot of ponies, and all that stuff. You've seen very little ponies as well. Yeah, there was barely any ponies! <laughs> yeah, um, oh, ex aside me, but I, I cosplayed Rainbow Dash on Icon, so... It's like, oh, there wasn't one cute moment, actually. Uh, no, I was gonna mention that, but, but I, I don't know, it's just like, you know, I honestly, I expected the worst <laughs> because well plus you were my bodyguard and I'm I'm just sticking to you I'm like dude I, I don't want it hey hey nobody messes with Optimus Prime yeah nobody does messes with gentle prime ever <laughs> he'll gently kick your ass <laughs> kicking kicking ass is the right of all sentient beings <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but yeah, really. I mean, I expected you know, you know the you know the kind of creeps and all that stuff. But there no, any. no, there weren't any, none whatsoever. And surprisingly, I I saw a few, but there was this one moment of you know where I think we we're about to head o over outside, but but I've heard somebody stopping me. It's like. It's like Rainbow Dash, Rainbow Dash, and I turn around and there was this this guy 
and then it's like, wait, wait, I, my, I want, my daughter wants a picture of you. Yeah, she said, she said, like, or you know, you have like a that. fan. So sorry. Yeah. Pause for a minute. We're talking to Dev's mom, okay? He, he actually said that, you know, oh, you have a fan here, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah, you have a fan here and all this stuff. And I, oh, I think I, I think it was his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, it was his daughter. And she was, <laughs> she was wearing um one of the we love we love fine um uh, uh, pony hoodies, um yeah I it's a pretty well popular one so, so she was she was just being all shy and and look and looking up to me, looking and smiling and then um, and oh you know I, wow, and then you know after I took the picture it was like, it was a wonderful feeling um. I'm just like you know. This is kind of one of the reasons why I love cosplaying My Little Pony because of because of that because of those moments, you know. Really, like there were a few other pony cosplayers, and they were really respectful. Yeah, they were nice. Um, they were super nice, and you know, some some of the, some of the pony cosplayers love my costume, and it was like, oh my god, it's awesome costume! Oh my god, wow, thanks, yours too, and yeah, and they were. Yeah, they were very nice. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, that was actually <laughs> that was actually one of the surprising parts about it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> By the way, Ranf, we're still recording, right? Ranf. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Did something happen? I hope not. Uh... I can hear you guys. Very... Oh, God! <laughs> yeah, we're still recording. I'm just, I'm just messing with you guys. <laughs> oh, shit! It's Spider-Man! Run! He ah! <laughs> knows where we live! <laughs> I swear I didn't take the note! Uh, I, I just wanted to... I just want to play Pachisi. Come on, don't leave me. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, okay. Do we want to talk about the All right. Yeah. So that was fun. I gotta say, you know, like watching that and me being surprised by how how civil the point fans are. Yeah. Su surprising. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing, it's like depends on what convention you go to. You either get to see the most obnoxious people in the world or the nicest people in the world, and you know what? You got the you got the better part of it. So yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got I got lucky <laughs> for sure. So all right, so around five o'clock, I, I yeah think, about five. Yeah, we went out because uh, we wanted yeah. to go dinner with um Cat and Harris. Mm -hmm. To Little Tokyo. Yep. So we stepped out and we talked to a few more people, and that was the oh the end of it actually. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, that was the end of Kamikaze. Yeah. So. But it wasn't over yet. No, but we gotta talk about the what we thought of Kamikaze overall first, though. Oh you know? God. Okay. <sighs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Kamikaze. Okay. 
Kamikaze is probably a prime example that just because the convention is huge doesn't mean it's always going to be a great con. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was, it was an average con, you know? Very. A, a little bit of average, but the thing is that they did, they couldn't do a lot of things. Like, they missed Q on a lot of things they should have kept up with, especially considering how big the discount is supposed to be and how Stanley's name is tacked onto this. And they should have done a lot more, but instead they opted to do otherwise. I mean, we've already mentioned the pre-registration pickups and what have you, that, that mess, you know? And that's just the beginning, isn't it? Yeah. She, here's where it gets really strange, and I'm talking in terms of internal issue. Uh, we talked to a friend of my, friend of my name, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Name would help, okay? Friend of ours. Mm -hmm. And apparently there was a, there was a, a, in the community, like, forum or something. Like, in the forum. In the forum, okay. I believe. Yeah. Uh, admin asked, like, you know, who contributed a lot to the Marvel, and a friend said, Jack Kirby. And it's true, though, you know? It you is really, true. Yeah, when you really think, look back, like, Jack Kirby contributed as much as Stan Lee did, and this admin just went off on him, from what we heard. Yeah. Like, literally just, like, you know, in the context of, like, how dare you? You know? Like, Stan Lee did a lot more than Jack Kirby and Floyd died. Like, that just went off on him. Like, I will oh ban you God. from... I will ban you from this con if I have to, you know? Like, literally just on a power mongering, you know? I just kind of, like, imagine that in a snooty voice. Yeah, I know. And before anyone says, like, you know, it sounds like bullshit, this is a guy that doesn't lie, you know? We've known him for a long time. He's not the type of bullshit. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. No, he's absolutely so positively correct. I will, I will vouch for him. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, crap. It happened to you, too? No, it's more like, you know, if he's, if he's present, if someone is presenting that information and they call it false, I'll be like, uh, you know, he is right. No, no. When I say bullshit, I meant more like, you know, the admin, like, wailing on him, you know? That's why it's like, I'll defend the guy that's getting wailed on because it's like, it's kind of true. Um, Jack Kirby did was a lot more influential in Marvel than anyone. Ah, <sighs> yeah. So it's just like, like yeah. I think yeah. When you hear that, it's just like, okay, um, yeah. I sort of believe it because, um, shit. I don't know if I really want to talk about this because this is like regards to us too, you know. Okay, so we got rejected, right? And I'll give the press department credit that they're at least honest about it but sometimes like too much honesty can be a bit problematic you know this too right mm -hmm. yeah uh basically we got i got the email you know saying like you know unfortunately press registration is closed you know that they uh press registration is limited to like the big time uh yeah, big time medias, basically, you know? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much saying we're small time, you know? Yeah. Fine, I get that. We're small time. I even I'll admit that. Here's the problem though. When you go to their website and click on press, all you get is please inquire about press registration at this 
at, uh, email address. That's all they have. There's no deadline. There's no prerequisite. There's nothing. Yikes. That tells me the press registration is closed. Again, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets worse. Like, we talked to um, Jared, like, Scott Raptor, right? Like, they had to... We had to email them, like, several times. Yeah. If they had to, she had to email them several times, and they just got approved, like, day before the con. Oh, my God. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, disorganization going on internally, and sad to say, it actually showed outside. You know, no matter how big your con is, if you're disorganized, it will show up one way or another. So overall, like I'm gonna say this, I will say this. Next year, next year is a do or die year. Yeah, they better step up their yeah. game. <laughs> if they screw up next year, then that's it. Like, this con just might as well be dead. And it doesn't help one bit that they are located in California because you and I talked about this, how many cons are in California, like how many conventions that deal with comics even. You know this, Ram. I'm listening. You, yeah, you know that, you know that we're oversaturated with conventions, like especially comic book conventions. Like, okay, comic book conventions. Yeah, border. I was gonna say depends on what subject. Like, like we could need a, a good video gaming convention that's not like a media fest once in a while. But other than that, we're stacked with anime conventions and uh, comic book conventions up the wazoo. I wouldn't kill for a video game convention, but... We'll talk about that later, but... Yes. The point being is that Kamikaze cannot think that they're like some kind of big shot just because they have um, Stan Lee's name in it. Yeah, no. No, no. They have to really tread carefully from now on. Like, they pissed off a lot more people than they actually think they do. So... So here's the deal, okay? Kamikaze, if you're listening, next year, okay? Next year, improve, or I don't know what else to tell you, you know? And one more thing. This is crucial, by the way. We went because um, our registration was $20 for one day. So, like, $30, $35 for the weekend, right? If they increased the price any more than that, let's say $40, $45, we are not going. You know? Yeah, that's game over, man. Game yeah. over. <laughs> like, if they increase the price and run the same disorganization like they did this year, don't even bother. Like, like if they keep the price, same price, then yeah, maybe we'll go for one day again, you know, and maybe more if we get approved for press registration next year. But, look, like I said, this was a above average con, okay? So, if you're local and you're only going for one day, yeah, it's, it's probably worth time, you know? But keep in mind that there may be, like, uh, hopefully they change this next year. Hopefully they improve. But if they don't, yeah, expect disorganization. And um, I wouldn't say expect disorganization because let's face it, I don't have a crystal ball, you know. Hopefully they'll improve. But this year was disorganized, you know. And, and the one thing that any comic book convention should have, which is uh, a guest of honor accessibility, 
They had very little of it. Like I said, yeah, it was yeah. surprisingly smaller as well. No, not just that, but like so much as to shaking hands with a guest of honor, you get cock blocked. Just saying, like you know, you don't pay up, get out. You know. So that's a, that's really disappointing. You know, really when you really think about it. So this year, yeah, um, Kamikaze was it was a mixed bag again, above average, but it had a lot of problems. So. Next year all depends on, you know, how much the ticket is, or if we get, you know, go we can go for pressure again. Although considering how many crap I talked about, I don't think we get registered for press again. Who knows? They're probably gonna be like, this oh. guy, this guy might be right. We might have to like change our. Like Stanley might be listening. He's like, my God, I did, I did really sell out. We need, we need to do something quick. Quick, someone, I would. Someone, someone give me Steve Dick on the line already. I wish. Oh man, that would be awesome. I wish that would be possible. But God, yeah, I wish. Yeah, yeah, but uh, either way, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens next year. You know, we make no guarantees. Okay, that we're gonna come back with something. Yeah. It really depends on a uh, few factors. Indeed. So, yeah. So, Kamikaze happened, but our night was not over yet. No. It's not over, Snake! <laughs> so, after... Oh, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, I know, huh? Yeah. So, after Kamikaze, we went to Shinsengumi with Ken um, Harris. After a brink of exhaustion, I yeah. somehow made it, so... <laughs> hey, their ramen was good, though. I'll admit. Um, but, yeah, I was pretty surprised about that Shinsengumi. It was... Better than the uh, last one I've been to, actually. Yeah, they actually had a good interior. Like, the chandelier was made out of the, the ramen scoop. Yeah. That was fun. The ladles. Yeah, so. the ladles. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. They're, I have to admit, like, really, this is like two for two when it comes to ramen advice from Harris, okay? He's the one that introduced me to Daikokuya, and now he's the one that said, like, you know, make everything, like, you know, like, you know, Tougher noodle and then um, more boot broth yeah. and then more oil and I follow that advice and then next thing you know that ramen turns out really, really damn good. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's two for two. Yeah. I'm flabbergasted. Um, I tried the miso. It's my god. It's amazing. Um, rice is fried rice. It's it's not bad. Um, yeah. If I'm if I'm really really hungry at that. Time, yeah, I would eat up a whole plate, but I would go half next time. You also have to keep that in so, mind that uh, Shinsengumi specialize in ramen. They don't yeah. really specialize in the fried rice. So, but the thing is, something about the fried rice is, um, yeah, if you eat it up, it's decent. But I don't know, some somehow with that sauce, it, it's not too bad. Human broth. Well, I was talking about the soy sauce. Oh, soy sauce. Okay, that one. I was talking about the soy sauce itself, but okay. um, but yeah, um. Actually, I like the rice, so okay. th- thumbs up with that. But yeah. the noodles, man, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wow. So, yeah, I know. That was great. Um, it was amazing. So, anyways. So, anyways, after the dinner, we go to the Q-Pop where they had Tokusatsu Art Gallery. It was like the Tokusatsu Art Gallery like earlier this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Earlier this year where they um, showcased uh, a lot of the artwork from various artists. And I think we saw the same artwork from the... Yeah. The, sh- the stronger? Yeah, a str- not the stronger, but the, the strong. Yeah. 
down with a spoon to get like that that texture. Oh my gosh. Don the wizard with this like weird ass hair, like I still have that picture of what my look I know. Crazy. Oh my and I like the Q pop uh they were showing Ultraman. Yeah. And then they also had a little table set up by, by Anime Jungle. Mm -hmm. They were selling a lot of them soft rubber um Ultraman and Kaiju figures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they actually had in the middle is like where you you know the little, little, little like what do you call them? Like Um it, it's it's one of those little cutout yeah. boards. Yeah, cut out where you put your head in yeah. and you take a picture. Yeah. And the theme was Ultraman? Yeah, Ultraman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the monster of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, you went there, and a lot of people, when you were there already, I mm -hmm. mean, Jack Eugene, uh, guys from Toku Access, Jeremiah, and Sal. Mark. Mark. And then a couple other people. But, anyways, uh, yeah, uh, David was there too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot of people were there. And you go step inside Q-pop, and you see all those artworks, and some of them were just hilariously amazing. Like I remember there was one that was on way top. It was an Akiba Ranger, uh, Akiba Red, like with a um, autograph book to like go go red, like like go red, right? I think. Yeah, I think it was go red. Red Ranger, like mm -hmm. Aka, uh, whatever. I think but, it was Aka. Aka, Aka Red, uh, yeah. Aka Ranger, yeah. Uh -huh. Ranger, just like, can I have your autograph? It was like, that's hilarious. And I believe that would happen. And the other one with the camera, it's common sense. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a lot of great artwork. Yeah, there. there yeah. were a lot of kaiju themes. Yeah. Wow. You saw that moss. Uh, the freaking moss from Bug. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of kaiju stuff. I, I love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, so that was great, and of course um, there was a and there was a costume contest too. You know? Yep, I believe so. Yeah, and hilarious. Okay, this is the funny part. Get ready for this. Okay, uh, we talked to Jeremiah, right? Me and Sal, like Jeremiah had um Kaisa belt on, and then he like Kaisa mask on too. So we, he's just, he wasn't sure at first. He was just like, should I enter? Me and Sal just quotes into like, dude, just do it. You know, come on, you're Lee Rogers. <laughs> and he actually entered as Lee Rogers. Yeah, you guys are cracking. I was like, what happened? He entered. I'm like, are you guys serious? <laughs> We're serious. Oh, I, was, I was like, oh, dear God. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. A lot of good costumes, but like, man, like Lee Rogers. He's like, he's like, I'm Lee Rogers. Like, he's pointing and kind of flattered at people. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me and Sal were just, we were just laughing hysterically. Oh my god. Oh man. And then uh, there was a, there was this uh, um, guy that dressed up like a Mechagodzilla. Like honestly, I didn't even know he was a Mechagodzilla. Like, like he looked like a Trukasaurus to me wearing a you know, kimono. I, know, yeah, I'm I was at the figures right now, it's like, is that a Trukasaurus? I was, well, I was just telling him, like, Trocosaurus, do, 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 Trocosaurus, do, do, do. And you realize you're the only one doing it because you're, you're not in an ROH show. Oh, actually, me and Sal did. So, yeah, two okay. people. There you go. 
Actually, that's like that's, yeah. that's like the amount of people at an ROH show. Hi, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, now Kevin yeah. Steve's gonna come after you. Uh, yeah, there was a pretty good writer cast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he was from the next version. Next? Uh, yeah, he was yeah. next yeah. version. I think he was all well, like drag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the first one was the first version. Yeah, and then the other one was next version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ultraman. <laughs> and Ultraman. Man, like, he, he was all. It was a gen- Sentai suit. Like, uh, so, yeah. like, man. He must have been uncomfortable in that thing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, first prize, um, Chokasaurus. Second prize, the Kamerad next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, like, in between the intermission, they brought up um, other Tokusatsu characters. Like, Lionheart was one of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you remember, like, I snuck behind that. I snuck behind that um, background and, like, just picked a little face and like, ah! I know, that's uh, a scary picture. Like, oh. oh shit, it's Stan. He's about to eat so He's about to eat him. I know. <laughs> like, hey, Lion Maru, I'm creeping on you. Oh, my I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And then they brought uh, Fujiyama Ichiban. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a local superhero. Tokusatsu hero. Support so. your local heroes, damn it. Yes! Oh man, so yeah, that happened, and I want to say something about Lee Rogers. And <laughs> <laughs> no, the funniest thing is that despite despite what you do, like win, lose, or draw, there's Lee Rogers works in a mysterious way because like right in front of right in front of the Komodo um food truck, he was having an interview with um. Guy, some guy, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, he's like, like, come over, come over. I'm like, me? Yeah, he was like, okay, come over. And then, like, I am suddenly in this interview, like, talking about like, Jeremiah's like, he's the one that, I'm the one that got him to come right. And then it's like, okay, fine, I'll just roll with it. And then, so we did the interview, right? And then it rolled further and further. You got involved. Because you were calling me over. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, so Flourish I here <laughs> is into Super Sentai now. Oh, hi. Yeah, what's your first Sentai again? Yeah, yeah, right, right, Kabuto, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not really, but uh, it was it was actually pretty nice, you know? Yeah. And, uh, God, he was uh, he's with Aiden, right? Uh, Aiden. I think so. Yeah, he's from a Monster Attack team, mm-hmm. and you can find him on the Facebook, by the way. Um, Mat. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it? Uh, oh man, Monster Attack team. Hold on, I have it. Come on, like I can't believe forgot about that. Yeah, there we go, Monster Attack team, and you can find them on Facebook. Mat Fight Monsters, and they actually have a website too, MonsterAttackTeam.com. And it, they're pretty much um, Tokusatsu website, you know? They deal with Tokusatsu news and a lot of other things. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go to um, monsterattackteam.com, check it out, give them support, and hope 
hopefully they'll put up the interview that we did. Which, by the way, uh, which, by the way, I want to call bullshit on on myself because I said that Shinkinjo was my first Sentai, which is dead wrong. Uh, it's actually Deca Ranger. Uh. Yeah, I started with Deca and then moved on to Shinken. Okay. Yeah, but because I was so out of it, I couldn't remember Deca Ranger. I don't blame you. I, yeah. I could barely remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, yeah, Monster Attack Team, thanks for interviewing us. And Stan, you're full of shit. <laughs> Stanley K. O'Leary. Yeah, you could have told me that. <laughs> Eyes closed, no? <laughs> yeah, Stanley K. O'Leary, you are wrong. Yeah, so, yeah, that was fun, really. And Aiden, okay, I want to say, Aiden, okay, if I get his name wrong, I'm so sorry, but, you know, Aiden knows his shit, really. Mm. Yeah, because after the interview, we talked, mm -hmm. and he brought out a lot of our childhood. Like, we even discussed my childhood, which is Bioman. You know, we talked, oh. yeah, we talked about, like, like, me watching as a child, watching the yellow four dying, like, why did I have to do that? You know? Oh, man. He even brought up um, unbelievable, like, this is one that freaked out Jeremiah, that he what? brought up Dizzybot. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> only, only he would bring that up. What's that? Only Jeremiah would bring something like that up. Oh, actually, Aiden was the one that brought it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, that traumatized Jeremiah. <laughs> Which then in turn, like, he's like, oh god, this, this is fun! Oh. Yeah, he was going nuts. I'm like, what the? Uh, what? What's Dizzybots? Okay, <laughs> we might have to explain this a bit, Rams. Okay. Yeah, explain. Before they this was like the earliest attempt for them to bring Gundam to the United States. And what they did was like, they took like the little chibi characters and basically that's what they use and they're basically like this team of people and like they transform into like the actual robots and I'm like, wait a minute, huh? <laughs> I'm not even yeah. really kidding you on this. This is like, I'm not even remotely bullshitting you. It, it's a real thing and I'm like, what? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it always sounds horrible. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so, it didn't go beyond the, the pilot stage at this point. Yeah. So, you can imagine why Jeremiah was just, like, having this post-traumatic syndrome. Yeah, I know. <sighs> it was it's a long day. Yeah. We also got a comic from... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have the box right here. Yes, too. I do. I saved it. <laughs> Sweet Arlene's. Sweet Arlene's cupcakes. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. It was actually great. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of kind of disappointed that the location's. Not yeah, Westlake, California. That is yeah. like far from us. It gets worse. They don't they do delivery, but $75 minimum. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. No. Yeah, nope. Ah. Hey, don't get me wrong, the cupcakes are amazing, so yeah. really, yeah. both supporting. Yeah. Supporting food. I hope, they, food. I hope they drop down more. You know. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> so, whew, that was good stuff. Yeah, because you know what? The world could use more cupcakes. Make everything better. I know. 
like Middle Earth, Middle oh, Middle Earth, yeah, yeah, Middle <laughs> Earth would have a piece right now if one if they had cupcake. Yes. God, I wish that would yeah. work. But no, anyways, go yeah. on. L, you get a cupcake. Orcs, you get a cupcake. Wrath, you get a cupcake. Sauron, you get nothing. You get half a cupcake because yeah. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that wrapped up a lot of things actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, things kind of winded down after mm -hmm. that, so... Yeah, but you know what? I don't regret it. It was fun, you know, it's nice, you know, talking to people again. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy the artworks there, mm -hmm. you know. I dig. Yeah, I dig it. I really dig, but mm -hmm. I really need to get those keychains next time. Yeah! I pointed out to us that they had a keychain in there, and one of them was um, Takeru. It was, there was Takeru, there was Hakase, well, Gokaiger. Gokai Green. Okay, green. There was, there was a bit of ghost in here. I thought I saw Deca, maybe? I don't think I saw Deca. Though. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just trying to remember, but, ah, uh, jeez. But, yeah, jeez. Uh, I probably have to check out their store next time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> if they have. Damn it, they got us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, we loved Q-pop. Yep. Yep. I like it. <laughs> Another! <laughs> That actually had fun. Rams! Yes. You went to Man and Yes, I did. I went to see. Well, I was gonna say Judge Dread, but it's actually just called Dread now. And holy fucking shit, it's awesome! Tooth Hell! Come on, go on, go on. I wanna hear all this. Alright, well, it's a reboot of the series, and it's just. It's the kind of movie we need nowadays. It's a bloody, unapologetic, nasty, balls-to-the-wall balls movie about how the, these badass good guys trying to fight these nasty bad guys in, the, in a futuristic world. It is amazing. Carl Urban is indeed Judge Dredd. And, you know, it, and, you know he comes up kind of hokey in the... In the, in the he comes out a bit hokey in the in the trailers, but he really is badass. He really is like the, the like the definitive badass of the badass in this movie. And like I said, this it has everything. It's like people's heads are getting blown up, and like it's like blood is all over the place. And oh my god, it is like I said, this is the kind of movie we need nowadays. <laughs> it's very rare that we get to see a movie of this kind of caliber at all. Period. Oh man! All right, so you want to elaborate a little more, or just that's it? No, that's it. It, it was a pretty. It was like a two-star movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I kid. I kid. <laughs> so basically, the whole part of the movie is that there's a drug dealer in a in a in a part of Mega City One. Mega City One, this big city that spans from Boston to uh 
to um what's my call it to Boston what? to Washington DC. Oh, okay. And wow. basically the equivalent of those buildings that they're that they're holding it, it's pretty much the equivalent of having an entire state inside of it. So this drug yeah. so this drug lord by the name of, of Mama is selling this drug called uh, slow mo all around this all around this building. And she took out all the gangs out of that building and she's now like the majority leader of that gang. So they go so Judge Dredd is with a rookie named Anderson, who's also a psychic. Basically, um um, Dread's like, okay, you can pick any mission, you can pick any any uh, crime you want. We can only because we can only us, we can only handle a certain amount of um, certain amount of calls every day. That's why that's why we all have to take on different. That's why different judges take on different things. And she chooses this, and what starts out as kind of a routine thing turns out to be like a fight for their lives. As Mama traps both Anderson and Dread inside of the inside the building. But what they don't realize is that um, you're dealing with Judge Fucking Dread. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. This guy, this guy will, without hesitation, murder you right in front of everyone. But then again, too, the bad guys are just as bad. Who will try to kill anything and anything that's in their way. Like at one point, literally, they have like these mini guns set up, and like they, on one side is, is Dread and Anderson and and this, and a perp that they captured. And like literally, they're in a populated place. They're a populated um, floor, and they kill everybody on the floor, except them. You know, I'm being okay. I think they probably should have looked at their badge twice because their name is right on their badge, right across that um eagle, if you call it. And yeah. it is like this. Like it's like a half an inch font. You should be able to read it. As soon as you see the name Dread, you should be like, um, everyone stand down. To be fair, it's like it's like to be fair. You're dealing with a huge arc of geography, and like you know, there are different judges, and like the judges will be like, well, whatever, fine, it's a judge. We can we can kill him, but no, it's Dread, and yeah, (laughs) it's uh. You're dealing. It's like they're. You're dealing. There's. You're dealing with a badass, and then you're dealing with dread. <laughs> yeah. And oh, Anderson man. is no slouch either. Since she's a psychic, she actually starts interrogating someone mentally, and it's a. Let's just say she leaves someone almost to the point of like like crying for their interrogation. Oh wow! Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it sounds like? What's up? It sounds like um. Sounds like Miss Martian from season two. Again, that makes it more awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, but the, it's almost like you know they tr- they do everything in their damnness to try to kill Dredd and Anderson, but nothing works. They even have like like Mama even has like her own corrupt like um um judges that she pays off, and not even them they can kill. Like not even them, oh, not wow. even they can kill him. That's like he's that badass. He's like, really. <laughs> My own people are trying to kill me. I fucking like he like I'm pretty sure he trained a lot of those people and he and he's like you're not gonna fucking win. You know that? <laughs> oh man! And like <sighs> I said, the movie it's a bl- it's bloody as all fuck. I've never seen a movie this bloody in a while. I was gonna say ever, but it's like I don't know. 
the original Predator does take the cake, but this one's like, you see guys getting their heads blown off all over the place. It almost be, you almost become desensitized by the violence at one point. And like I said, there's this part where they're they're in a, they're in a, they're fighting on the floor. On one side of the floor, they have these miniguns, and you see everyone: kids getting killed, adults getting killed, women getting killed by these miniguns. I'm like, holy crap! And I'm not saying like, oh, they're getting shot. No, that's like blood is flying over. Like, holy crap, man! God damn. Wow. This movie shows like no mercy whatsoever to anything. And like I said, the good guys, what I like about the good guys is like they they know how, how the world works and they have to be sort of cold. And the bad guys are just bad. Like you want them dead at, by the end of the movie. Because they do all these horrible things. They kill all these people. You want fucking mama dead at the end of the movie. Damn. And and like I said, in the whole the whole focus of the movie is with Anderson. It's not with Dread, which is good because Dread, he's kind of like he's kind of cut and dry as a character. We know what he is. He's just a fucking badass. We don't need to know anything more other than that. So it's more of a personal growth of Anderson more than it is to Dread. Like there's no there is no like growth arc for for Dread. Dread is gonna be Dread no matter what. It's Anderson we're more focused on and. As a character, she's very good. She actually is like the second, my second favorite character, right next to Dread. Because, well, it's, it's sort of cheating with Dread because, like, you want him to kill everything and and to and, you know take out the trash of the crime that, that that's going around. But you're sort of rooting for for Anderson as well to do the right thing and realizing like what her potential is as a judge. And she realizes that, and she realizes, oh man, this world fucking sucks. <laughs> And, and all it is, it's, it's a it's a one hundred minute movie that's just of like it's just one big action sequence, sprinkled in with like a little bit of like char- characterization with Anderson. And it's good that they only focus on one character. If they if they didn't focus on anybody else, it'd be too claustrophobic. So it's like yeah, you're you're paying for one hundred dollar movie. You're pretty much paying for everybody getting killed all over the place. And like, if you want some sort of character growth or some sort of character arc. There is, but it's only centralized to one character. But I think it's okay when you have a when you have a movie like this. I, I don't know what else to say other than this movie. I'm gonna say I'm gonna reiterate the same thing I said on my Facebook. This movie makes my dick rock hard. <laughs> I love that picture. Yeah, I'm not even kidding you. That's like I came out with like a throbbing boner. I was like, yeah, I'm a man. <laughs> Yeah, he had a boner for Carl, um, Carl Urban. That too. <laughs> kind of reminds me of that, that one part of. Kind of reminds me of that one part of sequel items of Mega Man X. Of it's like number four. <laughs> it's like it just starts to splurge out everything. So yeah, so, I yeah. Felt like by the end of the movie, I was like, oh god, do mm-hmm. kill him, blow their heads off for God's sakes, more. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be. I know I, I'm a very peaceful guy. You know me. I'm not. I'm always against violence. This and that. But for the very first time, I was like, "Yeah, kill that motherfucker." Did you grow a second beard? <laughs> he had a beard. Actually, I, I did grow a little bit of facial hair by the end of the movie. I had a little bit. Now I'm like, hmm. 
I can stroke my chin with it now. Uh, okay, alright, while you're peaceful and violence and that's all good, now here comes the bad news for you. What's Dread... up? You it. Yeah, didn't... yeah, oh no 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 no, no, worse. We didn't even watch it actually yet. But, Dread didn't do well on box office. Oh, I know, I've been following it. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it tanked, like, 6.3 million dollars, 6th place debut, and the budget was a million. Yeah, 50 million, but here's the thing, it's like, I, I equate it to a couple of things. One, the number okay. one movie, it was a movie where it had named actors. And the watch, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, the number two movie was a horror movie that does not have the number two on it. It's not a sequel to anything, so it's like it's a fresh new movie. And usually when it comes to a fresh new horror movie, people will want to see that. Because if they have a number two or anything after they're like, oh, that's the same old shit. Yeah. Number three movie. The least Yeah, that's why. It's like, we already know how crazy he is. Talking invisible Obama. I heard, okay. I heard the Spill.com review, right? Yeah. And... Like, first 10 minutes, you see Clean Eastwood talking to his penis. No joke. <laughs> he might as well be talking to Invisible Obama at that point. Obviously, <laughs> the number four movie is, is Finding Nemo. Okay, it's a kid's movie. That, that's a given. And number five, it's Resident Evil. It's a, it's a sequel to a movie that we know that's going to make a lot of money regardless of what's, what's on it. So it's like, it had, a, it had a really hard road going into it here in the United States, but from what I heard, it actually did pretty well in Europe, which is like, that's oh. where it really should count, because the name Dread holds more weight in Europe than, say, here in the United States. Huh. Wow. That's interesting. Very. Yeah. I think it's like, I think like, it's not making gangbusters, but it was like no, the number one movie for like two weeks in a row in Europe. Hmm. So it's like you know what, uh, you only, you have to take the small victories as you can, and like I said, like the worst case scenario is that it breaks even, like after worldwide box office, because I'm pretty sure this movie will do well in like Japan or in a I'm pretty sure this movie will do really good in Asia. I know that for a fact because this is the kind of movie that they would like eat up. As a matter of fact, where's yeah. my fucking where's my SH figure on Judge Dread? <laughs> You mean I'll buy that. I'll nab that in an instant. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, you mean Figma Judge Dread, because I see that more happening. I don't it's care. Or Revolt. Figma even better, because uh, they, they can get away with a because like it's a really detailed suit if you like don't let the don't let the, the simplicity like get like get you off guard. It's a really complicated suit and if there's one thing that Figma does right at least, is that it's able to handle those complexities really well. Yeah, would you even take Rubotech, by the way? That's yes. also a possibility. Yes, 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 yes. Anything. Hell, well, I'm gonna take a real bone or a God. Like I'm gonna eat my. I'm gonna eat my. I'm gonna so regret this. But even as a, if they release a Play Arts Kai, yes, maybe. Ah, oh, no, 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 no! Don't go into the dark don't, side. Don't jinx us, man. Don't jinx us. <laughs> But most likely, like, oh. most likely it's not going to be that. That I pray that at least someone like Kyoto or Max Factor will, will get it first. My dream is that at least Bandai will get it and they will get a fucking badass um, SH figure art. Or, or at least at the most a 12, uh, a 12 p.m. figure. Even then I'll be like, if it's a 12 p.m. figure, I'll, I'll save up for it. 
I'll save about like 200 bucks for it. I'll be like, yeah, it's, it's being fucking worth it. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, okay? Okay, let's look at figures for a bit. Yeah. Name one American movie fig art. None. There you go. But here's, here's, here's okay. Here's a, here's but there's a there's a trick to this. This is not an American movie. Which country is it? Nope. It's actually a it's actually a, a South African um British co-production. Yeah, but it's still a movie. You know. True. Yeah. I don't know. Reach movies, you know, that's um, Kyoto and um, or you know, Mac Factory's job, yeah. But I was gonna say, if the, if it if the most it we're gonna see at least a 12 a 12 p.m. figure because they do have Star Wars, so it's like that does count. Actually, the worst would be Hot Top, um, Hot Topic, I'm sorry, Hot Toys. Actually, no, it would be I would actually buy Hot Toys, but it would be like oh, I gotta save myself a little bit more if I want to buy that, but worth it, total, so mm. fucking worth it. Yeah, I'm in hell. Let's see what happens with the figure. But for now, you know, you love Dread, and that's all that matters. I, I do plan to catch it later, just not right now. And here's the thing. If, I'm going to say this right now to those who are at an earshot of this. Don't watch it in 2D. I real I learned my mistake while watching this. This movie is one of those movies that is designed for 3D. Like, literally... It was shot and made with 3D in mind, so it's not going to be one of those movies where it was an afterthought. No, it takes advantage of the 3D, and you can plain, you can like blatantly tell that this movie was designed for 3D. Because at one point, Anderson and and Dread like bust into a room, and like one guy takes a hit off of slow mo, and slow mo basically slows everything down to like one sec, like everything's going at one second. And, like, literally, this guy is, like, at his POV seeing everybody getting shot up. And you see the bullet coming right at the screen, and it's going, and you see the blood, like, going into the screen. It's like, holy shit, this movie was designed for 3D. And I'm like, wow, I sort of feel cheated that I watch it in 2D. That's what probably says Dread 3D. Yeah. But like I said, it's... it's it, I think it's worth it if you. I think it's worth it if you watch it in 3D because it's designed and, like I said, it's not something they cobble together to make it 3D. It's like it's blatantly made for 3D, and I think it takes full advantage from my standpoint only watching it in 2D. Hmm. All right, good to know. I'll check it out when I have a chance, really, because it's all about timing for me. Oh, that's fine. No, that's fine. Like another thing, the other thing about the about um another last one last thing about like where it where it is by this weekend. There's another thing you need to realize. This is a rated R movie. I don't know how the hell I was able to get at a time I really wanted to watch it, but I I saw the times on it. Since it's a really hard rated R movie, it's like they air it later in the later in the afternoon to the evening, and not only that, they don't, there's not too many show times for it. So it's like, uh, for like, I can see why it didn't do too well, but it's just like, uh, there is kind of a couple of things into going into it that is kind of preventing it. But uh. I think that makes sense. All my thoughts, unless you guys can, unless you guys have something you guys want me to talk about. Oh, nah. The thing is, like, that's something we need to figure out once we watch it. You know? Yeah. 
Again, these things, I'm trying to say very. I'm trying to say very, 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 very away from like major spoilers, because like the, what, I, what I said is just minor spoilers or stuff you already know already from the trailer. So it's like I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to. Bro- I'm trying to go into broad strokes with it, but it's a. It's a brutal movie. That's all I gotta say. You gotta have. It's not for the weak of heart. Like, that's all, all right. I gotta say. Like, if you're... I know, Stan, you're not... I know you're like, whatever, I can take it. I'm pretty sure Deb too, she can take it too. But it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't recommend this for everyone. It really is like a kind of movie that's like, someone like, would be like, kind of grossed out or kind of like, be afraid of. But like, someone like us, we're like, yeah, we want more of this kind of movie. Alright. Alright. That works. You really, I, really, I'm honest, being honest here, you really piqued my interest, you know, and this was before even this podcast started recording. You were, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, this movie makes my dick rock hard image. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's one of those kinds of movies that's like, you know, I want more people to watch, but I know it's not for everyone, but I know you would like it, Stan. Debbie, you might like it. But like everybody, like all the other my fellow friends, they might like it, but some of them might not. As a matter of fact, I remember this conversation I had with my mom. I was like, "How was the movie? I loved it, but you're gonna hate it." Yeah. Yeah. Kind of true. It's yeah. Yeah. Some movies are not really for everyone. Although the here's the thing, though, here comes the problem. Like this week, right? Mm-hmm. This upcoming weekend, mm-hmm. Looper comes out, so that means that oh yeah, they're gonna have to give up a lot of show time to Looper. Yeah. Yikes. If anything, like if anything, it might get like a release on home video, like you know, much faster than say than it might get like a faster release on home video. Like we might even see it by the end of this year. If anything, if that happens, then I'm gonna like buy a thousand copies and hand it to everyone that I know and be like, hand you like fifty copies. Like you need to pass this along. You don't know how fucking awesome this is. You become a man. You will become the law. <laughs> Hello? He's like, Deb? 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 No, uh, hold on. Deb, it's just like, here. it's like Rand is like in, yeah. in the fucking judge dread. Like, it's, like, it's like two sides too big to the head. Like, you know, Deb, Deb, here. What the hell happened to your voice? I became the law. You see me at a convention and I have the helmet on? Rams! Rams! Jesus Christ, can you see that thing? Yes. I only need to see one thing. Justice. <laughs> and I'm sleeping oh, with I... it and everything. It's like, you ever take that thing off? No. A judge never takes off his helmet. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Watch out for the stairs. Just uh, <laughs> that. Oh. Thank God I was wearing a helmet. <laughs> uh, dude, I think your leg's broken. My leg is not broken. It's only it's, it's only in capacity because I need to be part of justice. <laughs> and then I see guys that like, you know, so at conventions we we sometimes meet our drunk friends who're like, public intoxication. That's like ten years in the in the ISO cube. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh man, this is gonna be hilarious. Oh my god! I know. 
What the hell? We started. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't catch on theaters, it's yeah. Well, I'll probably catch it on on Red Solar or something. Yeah. So. Hopefully, we can yeah. find someone that has a 3D TV because that would be amazing. <laughs> At least it's not Green Lantern the video game. <laughs> oh. Yes, I went there. Oh, fuck that thing. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey. I know. So, <sighs> all right. So that was cool. Anyone else got anything you want to say? Um, if we're going by our plastic joint rating, this gets like my it gets five out of it gets my five out of it gets five dicks out of it gets five rock hard dicks out of five. With justice, <laughs> I'm gonna say this right now. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna actually say this right now. It might be my top movie. It might be one of my top movies of the year. Ooh! Wow, that's a good one. So that oh, so it's like I know that's a loaded thing to say, but I really did enjoy it as much that that much. Wow, that is heavy, Doc. So, uh, oh, oh man, man. Hey. no, considering how he's been enthusiastic and adamant. I believe it. Yeah. Again, I'm keeping an open mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh. Alright. So, anyone else got anything to say before we close the shop? Judge Rams? The defense rests. Alright then. Alright, Judge. Close it. You can find us at www.plasticjoint.com. As for me, I am Judge Re I'm Judge Rivera, and to the left of me is Judge O, and to the other and the next to me is Judge Low, saying, "I am the law." La 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 la